I have to restart my camera every 25 minutes. Okay, right. Because um, it's got one of those annoying uh, time limit time nonsense, lo- Yeah, that's why I went with the GoPro. Um, right, okay. That is, say, let's say 22, so at five past. Yeah. All right, well, hopefully it's right in front of me, so hopefully it'll beep or something. <laughs> hopefully. <clears throat> right, uh, stand by, hang on, I'll just give you a... Uh, just so you've got a Lovely. frame of reference for the audio and stuff. I'll I've try got, for uh, me also, let's go. Beautiful. <laughs> so I'll make folks. you big on the screen as well so I can see your full face. There he is. Oh, how do we do that then? How, how do you do that? How do you, ma- how do you make it big, Andy? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I lost my wife. <laughs> tickle it, tickle it. Oh, that's all right. I'm, I only need to see uh, I've see your face. Right, folks, we're trying something new here. I can't do a live stream because my internet is pants. However, I thought, how about we pre-record it podcast style? So that's exactly what we're going to do. If you're watching this, hello, this is Andy Mancam, if you've not seen him before. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> and if you're Cheers. listening... Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a beer too. Hang on. Uh, little plug. Brewdog. Brewdog oh, IPA. Sin, actually, Brewdog have been making their own hand sanitizer. Have they? And Yeah, they have. In their brewery, they've been making Brewdog hand sanitizer, sending it out to people. Wow. Do you, do you know, the, great, great these, stuff. these lads are from where I grew up. Well, the, the, the sort of town along the, the field from where I grew up. I grew up in a wee place oh, really? called Mintlaw, yeah, in the northeast of Scotland. And I think the lads that set this up were from Fraserburgh, the Broch. So uh, here's to you boys. Good on you. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, so um, I wanted to do something like this anyway, Andy. You know, this, this this isn't because of what's going on at the moment, obviously, with the... Dare I say, can, I, can we say that word? Corona? Yeah, the the C word. The C word, yes. Yeah, the new C word. <laughs> Um, the other C word. <laughs> I, I wanted to start doing this, but uh, I think now is is probably better time than any really to crack on and get going with it. Well, yeah, absolutely, because we're all uh, kind of sadly a bit imprisoned, aren't we? Yeah. What's the story <laughs> over in Germany? Uh, to be honest, mate, I think it's it's much the same situation as you guys have got over over there. Right. In that um, uh, we're not allowed to meet more than one person that isn't in our household in public. Yeah. Uh, all non-essential shops are closed, oddly enough, except for hardware stores, which is quite funny. For the DIY. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's because apparently the um, the handymen, or the, the, the tradesmen, they call them handwerker over here. Handy people. The, 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 yeah, the very handy people. They need to get their, their materials, don't yes. they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so you're not allowed to meet more than one person who's not in your household. You're allowed to go out to do a bit of exercise. You're allowed to go to work. You're allowed to go shopping and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I think the only real difference is over here, they've named it a bit differently. It's called a contact verbot, which is kind of what it sounds like. We're not allowed to have contact with people. Okay. But we're allowed to go outside. Mm. Whereas over there, you're being encouraged just not to go out at all, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we we tried the social distancing thing last week where, you know, I think they tried to plea on people's common sense and um, yeah. basically said, <laughs> didn't you know, go keep, well, did it? No, keep, keep two metres apart, uh, wise ahead, basically, you know what I mean? Just use some common sense and um, people went to the park, they went to the beach, uh, they were in the pubs, yeah. it, it was just... Ridiculous. Sadly, a lot of bikers joining in. I yeah, saw I mean, there was a big meet up at Loomis, and I saw some yeah. Newlands Corner gatherings. Yeah, and- there was. There was. Um, 
there was a thing went out, you know, uh, visor down. Have you heard of visor down? Mm. Uh, they're a, yeah. a big, a big online uh, website, motorcycle website here, and and they approached the government last week and said, look, can we can we still go out on our bikes? They just people were asking, can we still recreational go out? And the government said, well, actually, yes, you can because you're solitary, you're wearing gloves, you've got your helmet on, that's fine as long as you know you do not. Uh, socialise close together keep two metres yeah. apart all the new normal stuff yeah, and people, definitely no dogging definitely no dogging and and people seem to forget that when they got to the calf they turn up at the calf and then just congregate and socialise as normal so uh, yeah. yeah I read somewhere that the uh, the meat that was um, at Lumi's was a bit of a, a tribute to uh, a girl Jill, is it? She sadly lost her life last week. I heard about bike. this. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know Jill. I've never met her before. And I, yeah, me and, neither. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, but yeah, apparently like she was involved in an RTA. Yes, and, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. apparently they all said we're going to keep our helmets on mm. to keep to be socially distant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. socially distant. <laughs> and uh, obviously the weather was amazing. So yeah. as soon as everybody was on the car park, that was out the window. Yeah, I mean it's not just bikers. It was, I mean, all the parks, the beaches. We got friends down in Newquay and stuff, and they were saying the place was just rammed full. So yeah, really, yeah, we we knew it was coming. So yeah, the lockdown, or is it a lockdown? I think it's a lockdown. I think it's an official lockdown now. But yeah, um, yeah it's a light closed down. Yeah, a closed down. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that's kind of where we're at really at the moment. It's just uh, just essential key workers are out and about, and that's it, or should be. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, should be. Something that's amazing is, um, you know, the the term key worker. We used to think it was like nurses, you know, emergency services, that sort of stuff. But it's times like times like this you realise how many actual key workers there are out there, factory yeah, workers, course, yeah. the delivery drivers, your bin men, yeah, all that sort of stuff. If they disappeared, the the all the countries would just come to a halt, wouldn't yeah. they? They'd just grind to a horrible stop. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know how long this is going to go on for, but, uh, oh well, it is what it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah, we're all in for the ride. We we are, mate, yeah, yeah, and it's sadly it's starting to starting to affect people you know now. You know, I've got, I've got friends yeah. who are... Are now either coming down with the symptoms or they've been diagnosed with it. So um, you know, thoughts go oh, really? to them. But anyway, let's not let's not chat about the C word all night. Um, no, no, no. I I put a little thing out on some social media saying that we were going to be doing this, and um, you folks have very kindly risen to the challenge and you've submitted some questions. So what I'll do first? <laughs> I've read a couple of these already. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll go first to my clan over on Patreon. What have we got here? Um, do, 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 do. Okay, Stephen Holmes. He's asking you, Andy, what will Ooh. you miss most in terms of riding whilst we're in lockdown? And what do you plan to do when the restriction, when the restriction is lifted? Over to you. Oh, uh, I think what what I'm going to miss most in terms of riding during the lockdown is probably riding. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's just the... Uh, yeah, it, I haven't ridden the bike, unfortunately, properly, other than going to work for, I don't know, three or four months? Yeah. Um, but I was really, really, really looking forward to getting out. I was, I was just so looking forward to it, and I heard that the weather was going to change, and sure enough, we've had glorious, glorious weather here the last couple of days. Yeah, same here. Which in Hamburg is, oh, you have to pay extra for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just going to miss the being able to do it. 
simple as that. I mean, technically, in Germany, we can still go out on the bike. We can yeah. still go for a ride. Obviously, you're not allowed to meet anybody. And then naturally, there's the whole uh, subject that's flying around a bit about, do you want to put the risk of putting more burden on the, the medical services? But Absolutely, that aside, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, it's obvious. The thing I'm going to miss most about riding is riding. Can't yeah. can't do it so much. And obviously, the there's always the argument that oh, I'm just off to the shops, or I'm just off to do this, I'm just off to do that. But the the best, the nearest bends and twisties to me are about two and a half hours away. So I can't really get away with that. It's like, a long. I'm just off to, to get some shops. bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing I'm going to do. Uh, when the when all of the restrictions are lifted is I think I'm going to go for a weekend in the Hearts. I've been planning to do that all of all through the winter because I've had a lot of work on the end of last year. Yeah, you've no been a busy man, recording. haven't you? I really have, unfortunately. It's uh, It's been really tough to put any videos out. Mm. So all the time I was telling myself, as soon as spring gets here, getting on the bike, I'm going for a weekend in the Hearts. Yeah. And pff, it's not happening now. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Yeah, for for me, it's it's the social side. I, I really enjoy the social side. You know, I'm not talking about you know, drinking the beers and and sitting in the calf. I mean the, just getting out there and meeting up with people. And I've yeah, loved with with the whole teapot thing. It's it's just a great vehicle to to get out there. Not only around the UK, but you know, I've come over and met you guys in Germany. We were going to be doing that, and hopefully, we still will at some point this year. Yeah, but it's the crossed. social interaction that I miss, to be honest. Which is where this comes in. This is good. Yeah, it's a good, um, it's a good, good methadone, isn't it, for the for the crack that we're not allowed anymore. <laughs> yeah, for us bike junkies, <laughs> okay. I've, I've mixed me drugs there. I've mixed me drugs. <laughs> Doctors told me not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the voices will come back. Next one we have got here is Nudge Dr- Nudge Dre. Full list of bikes you've both ridden. Which is your favourite and why? Oh bloody hell! How long have we got? Yeah. Well, I'm mine. Okay, well, ridden, yeah, okay, there's a list of ridden, but owned, I started on a GSX-R600 when I passed my test, had that for about eight months, then moved to the thousands, and I've been, I was on Jixa thousands pretty much, I went a bit daft, I, I basically had a new GSX-R1000 every year until I went around the world, so I had an L9, an LO, an L1, then the L2, um, took the L2, oh no, it was an L1, 61 plate, I took that on my round the world trip, came back, bought a Tuono, new Tuono. By the time V4. you came back from the world round the world trip, your bike was a bit like Trigger's broom. Wasn't yeah, it, it was a bit. She's still there though. She is still there. <laughs> um, I bought the Tuono V4. Had that for about eight months, seven, eight months. Loved the bike, but the engine and the reliability was shocking. Um, so I got rid of that. Got another GSXR. I got a, an L5 GSXR, thousand, and had that for about. Again, probably only about eight or nine months, and I traded that for the Triumph 1200. Had that for about eight or nine months, and it went back to the dealership six times in eight months. So I'd had enough of that bike, and I traded that for a GS, and then that's me. Um, That was the end. That was it, yeah, I had Herman. (laughs) Then Herman got smashed when I got knocked off the bike, 2017, and then I got Helga, and I've had Helga ever since. Still happy with it? Yeah, I love it. I mean, there's things it lacks. The GA, especially the 1200, it hasn't got the bollock tingler, you know, that that factor. It's not got the bollock tingling factor. I don't, I don't, 
ride it and and like things like track days, you take it to a track day, it's great in the corners, but you get on the straights and everything goes by you. But mm. you get to the corners and if you've got people in line, average riders you can you can have some fun with, definitely. Yeah. Um so it does let everything eighty five percent, ninety percent perfectly. So it does me. That's, does me. It's not bad, is it? Yeah. yeah. Twelve fifty. There's, there's a guy in my, my garage has just um moved in with the GS and I mm. It just amazed me again to see it next to my bike, just how much of a horse it is. It's yeah. friggin' massive. <laughs> it's a big old thing, yeah, yeah. What yeah. have you got now? I've got uh, still got the FZ1. All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still loving it as well, actually. Yeah, so from the beginning for me, uh, I passed my test, and then my dad lent me his um, Yamaha XS400 SE. That was a, a, a absolute pig of a bike, to be honest. It, it didn't like corners. <laughs> it did like petrol. <clears throat> and it like making a lot of noise yeah, yeah that was but it was brilliant like, just to just to have a bike that went wah and did stuff that yeah. was brilliant yeah so then after that i uh, took a rather pedestrian direction and got myself a kawasaki er5 right which i mean as, as boring as everybody thinks they are i went touring on france in that bike two up and it was it was brilliant it was just just the feeling of freedom just to have my own my very own bike because the yamaha was a loner so yeah the kawasaki even though it was a little little 500 it was bloody brilliant yeah um after that uh what did i do after that after that i had a bit of a break unfortunately moved to london lived in the city so couldn't afford a bike down there yeah um and then after that i got polly the fz fzs 600 the phaser <laughs> And loved the absolute pants off of that bike. That was brilliant. That was an absolute brilliant bike. And that was the bike that I wanted when I very first started learning to have a bike. Was it? Uh, yeah, it was. That was like the phaser with the square headlights. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. back then. Imagine, imagine a world where the phaser is a futuristic, <laughs> modern-looking bike. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Uh, and then I had to get rid of the phaser because I came over here, and uh, the the complications of making an English bike German was without speaking any German was just, it was too much. So been that, got the Versus 650, which was uh, unbelievably faithful steed. Thousands and thousands. I think I did in, in the end about 40, 50,000 kilometers of touring on that bike. Did you? And yeah, it was bloody brilliant. It was, a lot of people asked me um, on a lot of my videos, would I say that the 650 is enough for touring or is it too small? Do I need a litre bike to go touring? Right. And I said to all of them, not at all. I mean, I, I had that bike for, uh, I think, three years altogether and touring was always a pleasure. The only thing that got on my tits was the vibrations. <laughs> and I just, yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. So then um, uh, after I got rid of that, it was to get the phaser, to go finally up into my litre bike ownership yeah. area. And uh, go for a thousand cc, and yeah, that's what I've got now. Yamaha Phaser FZ one. That's the one we. And that's the, the one you had one. when we met, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Mean looking bike. That sounds lovely. It is a fine machine. It's a little bit more refined now. I've got a, a Boss carbon fiber can on it, so it's a little bit longer, a little bit bigger, but apparently it gives it more power. So what? What about the can? Uh, yeah, the can is uh, is this heavier? It's shorter. <laughs> oh no, hang on, I've got them mixed up. <laughs> nice, right? So that's we've done, Stephen. We've done Nudge. We've got a lot of questions here. I hope you've got a lot of beer. Yes. Um, Speaking of which, hang on a sec. Oh, it's gone. 
Right, Hiya. Hiya. That's to get my uh, bottle opening elephant. Good effort. Right, we've got a question here from Haggis. A question for us both. If you had to choose only one country in the world where you had to ride your motorcycle, and only in that country for the rest of your life, which country would that be and why? Ooh, I'm going first, am I? It's up to you. I've, I've got it straight away, but it's oh. up to you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you go first. I still need to think about it a little bit, actually. I've, been, I've actually read this one earlier on, and I've been thinking about it all day, and I'm finding it quite tough. Oh, you've cheated. I haven't looked. Have you not? No. I didn't read all of them. I just I read a couple because I was on your right. Patreon page. All right. Tasty plug. <laughs> right. Uh, for me, Spain. Spain. Vote. I thought it would be. I was actually watching your um, Pico's trip this morning over breakfast. Oh, yeah. Were you? thinking, yeah, I think this is a done deal. Bruce is going to say Spain. It is for me, yeah. It's just, it's got everything everything I, I want for biking. It's close by. It's uh, cheap. It's really bike friendly the old bill don't care as long as you're not taking the mick in the built up places the towns the villages the cities if you save your fun and games out for the mountains they don't care they're fine about that i've i've had i've been on the n260 in spain and i've been sat behind two old bill who were on bikes and they literally turned around and were looking at me like what are you doing get by and they literally just popped themselves up on the back wheel wheeling and just waved (laughs) me by they don't care so um yeah spain for me absolutely you. Yeah, what's not to love? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, well, I I have a fear that if I'd have I haven't really ridden much in an enjoyable setting in Spain. My only experience was going through the Pyrenees in right. the wet oh. without waterproofs. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the biggest fail of my life. Uh, but maybe we'll come back to that later. Uh, yeah, I think if I'd been to Spain, maybe I'd say similar because some of the views in your videos, mate, this, that place is just magical. It oh. looks incredible. It really does. Picos are just... I mean, but, the Pyrenees are special, but uh, Picos Pico's probably my ultimate place, I think. Yeah, it look, yeah, like you said, it looked like I had everything, but I think, I think from my experience where I have been, I'd have to say Switzerland. Oh, I think yeah, definitely yeah, Switzerland. Yeah. That the place is just, if you can ignore the fact that the speed limits are ridiculous and the police do care, yeah. they care a lot. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, the best bits, if you can do fifty miles an hour, you're you're a better rider than me anyway, because the best bits are just. It's like a varicose vein on a hill. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's that's very true. You know, absolutely. The, the Alps, the Swiss Alps, Austrian Alps, all around there. They they win as far as scenery goes. It's just absolutely it's just amazing. It's just breathtaking, isn't it? But it's the it's that ever present fear of the old bill over there because they don't yeah. muck about. You know, you've literally your bike gets no. impounded and you're talking massive penalties as as bad. They don't care found about they don't care about hiding those speed cameras either. No, no, they don't. No, so. Um, that's why that one didn't doesn't feature for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think I think I, I just kind of when I think back to it, I, I think it didn't worry me too much because the places where I had the most fun is was on the really really twisty yeah. passes, the really not super technical. Like I'm not a big fan of endless switchbacks. That doesn't do it for me. Right. But the but still the ones that I loved were left right left right left left right right. It's just constant turns and bends and you can't get the speed up but they're they're, they're the ones i enjoy the most I yeah mean, I, absolutely yeah. I, I did read one of the other questions so i won't i won't spoil that just yet is that might be the next one from paul jack where would you like to ride in the world but haven't oh yeah for me that's easy norway 
Oh, yeah. You're not really, going to Norway? Really? I thought you'd done Norway. Never. I've never done it. Oh. Never done it. Yeah, Norway's special. Expensive, but special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this, this, this the only thing that's put me off so far, to be honest, mate, is just the... Uh, I mean, I've, I'm located perfectly. I can two hours through Denmark ferry to Norway and I'm in. Yeah. But, um, excuse me, uh, This the cost. It's just the cost. Yeah. It's difficult to put together that much of a chunk of money. Yeah. To, to do a, a, tr- a trip that's worthwhile, because I think you need two weeks at least. E- easily, yeah. And if you want to go all the way to Nordcap at the very top and back, then, you know, even two weeks, you're, you're pushing it. You are pushing yeah. It depends what way you go, obviously, but um, you've got to take your time there. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. Right. And they, they don't like the speeding either, do they? No, no. I, I li- I've literally seen the old Bill hiding in the ditch there, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Absolute middle of nowhere. <laughs> And um, big long straight, and I was just plodding along anyway. And I looked, and there was a, a WPC, a female officer, like that. Um, she was lying in the ditch with a speed camera, lying in the ditch. Hashtag um, snow, slow news day. Yeah, I remember the, the day I left and crossed over into Finland, right at the very top, at, right at the border, more or less. They had a just a, a random stop check, you know. A, a, an old bill car at the side of the road wasn't wasn't the border or anything like that, and he was randomly breath testing people, and I had to wow. laugh. I had to laugh. You know, I blew and I was zero, and um, yeah. he was saying, "You can be dedicated, haven't you, out there to have a drink on yeah. the road?" He, he, well, he said to me, he said, um, <laughs> "You know, what, why is there something funny?" And I said, "You know, to be perfectly honest, I, I would love to be able to afford to drink here, but it's like eleven. <laughs> it was like eleven pounds for a can of like White Lightning cider <laughs> at the supermarket." It? So, yeah, Norway's special. For me, where would I like to ride in the world but haven't? Ooh, there's a few, actually. I, I so want to It's difficult do... for you because you've been everywhere. Well, no, there's a lot you've of places... You've literally that... been around the world. <laughs> there's a lot of places <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to. So I would love to do... I'd love to do the um, Dead Horse Road in Alaska, you know, right at the very top, the old um, yeah. Alaskan Pipeline Road, the Ice Road Trucker Road. I'd love oh, to do that. Amazing. I'd love to ride through Alaska and Yukon because I had to. I literally had to stop right from British Columbia. You go north into Yukon on the Alaskan Highway, yeah. and I had to stop just just as I was coming up to Yukon because I, I was running out of time. I had to get back to New York, so I'd love to do that That's top bit, and I would love to do the very bottom of South America down to Ushuaia. I'd love to do that stretch down there. Um, I'd love to ride in Argentina. Um, do a lot more of South America, Africa. Believe it or not, there's there's a lot of Africa I'd love to see. Um, Tell you what, there's one that I was looking at just last week. Actually, I was looking at ferries and things. I don't know, the week before, just before everything got shut down. Yeah, I was actually looking at ferries to try and price up and maybe think about Norway. And then I was looking at the ferry routes, and I found this one ferry route that went out of the top of, of Denmark, off into the middle of nowhere. So I followed it on Google Maps, following the little dotted line, and you can't zoom out because then the dotted line dis- disappears. Yeah, that's right. So I was yeah. following the dotted line. Went to um, to Iceland. Yep. So you can get a ferry from Denmark to Iceland, and they have a ring road. They call it the ring road, and it's a road that goes all the way around the entire island, and apparently it's it's gobsmacking how beautiful it is. I've been to and Iceland. I was thinking that, that, that's on my list now, have you? Yeah, yeah, I went there. Um, I actually went there to propose to my wife when 
when my trip went a bit wrong in Africa and I ended up back in the UK, I'd asked her dad if if I could marry her before I went. And obviously he'd said yes, and then I buggered off around the world. But um, when yep. I came back, I thought, right, I, I, we'll go to Iceland for Valentine's, Valentine's weekend. And uh, she's always wanted to see the Northern Lights. So I thought, we'll go get the Northern Lights there and I'll pop the question. Well, the night we were due to go and see the Northern Lights, literally at five o'clock, all this fog and everything came in. So they cancelled it. And I just thought, this is a sign. That's a sign. It's an omen. So I didn't do it. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> then, I, then I got the opportunity to, to go again, thanks to, to Delta, Delta Energy. They, they sort of stepped up and, and gave me the opportunity to go again. So that was it. Off I went. And my old father-in-law must have been thinking, God, he's proper bottled it here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah he was probably, probably counting his chickens because he... Uh, <laughs> He, he just needed some groceries and he thought he was going to go to normal Iceland. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. You can marry my wife if you go to Iceland and get me some of those prawn dippers. <laughs> That's it. Beige. Marry fruit. me wife. No, marry me daughter. <laughs> but um, Nathan, do you know Nathan? Nathan Millward. Have you ever heard of him? He's the guy that rode from Australia back to the UK on a posty bike. Never no. heard of him. No. He's, he's, got, he's done a couple posty of... Bike. Oh, yeah, amazing. Really nice fella. He's written a couple of really good books. They're well worth a read. But um, he went to Iceland last year, a year before. He, he just he did that, just jumped on the ferry and off he went. And um, yeah, he said it's a pretty special place. I'd yeah, like to go and see yeah, the Faroe Islands too. as well. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think it's the same same ferry line, isn't it? Because it's the I think same so, yeah. same direction. Yeah. Right. So we've done that then. Um, okay. Another one from Haggis. One for both of us. What is the most embarrassing or funniest situation you've ever been in? You can have that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually, I did read this one and I, I'm glad I did because I really struggled to think of anything. And I don't know whether that's because I just don't have embarrassing moments or I don't really get embarrassed that much. Right. Because of the um, amount of stupid shit that I've done in my life. I don't know. <laughs> I think the most embarrassing, I thought about it, and this is embarrassing on so many levels, it's when I was living in London, um, as well as being a motor vlogging international superstar, mm -hmm. I am also a struggling musician, a struggling professional musician. And when I was living in London, um, a guy I know, uh, still know, uh, called me up, Neil. So thanks for this, Neil. Thanks for this wonderful opportunity. Um, he called me up and said... And I forgot to mention, actually, Neil at that time was in a Glee tribute band. <laughs> what? So Neil phoned me up oh, and said... Sorry, oh, sorry to interrupt your camera. Is your camera still got enough battery? Oh, yep. Yeah. Sorry. Hang on. I'll, um, we had two minutes left, but good work. Great, no great work. Give another... That's half a can of beer in. It may not be as good the next time. Right, you just, <laughs> sync, you just sync that up. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah, give you another, another cool. clacker board. That's a one. Right, sorry, yeah, Glee yeah, tribute so, um, band. Yeah, Neil, Neil was in a, a Glee tribute act <laughs> right. doing events across the country and he phoned me up and said, this was on a Friday morning, he phoned me up and said, um, Andy, one of our singers is dropped out. Can you step in, please? The yeah. gig is tomorrow. Um, we need you to come and yeah, sing some cheesy uh, pop acapella cover duo cover nonsense with us yeah um but the thing is he said to me this was yeah as i said friday morning he called me before i'd had my coffee 
called me before I'd done my um, ablutions. And he said, the thing is, I need to meet you right now. We need to meet up immediately. So we need to go through the choreography. We need to go through the set list. We need to give you the backing tracks. Right. So I quickly threw some clothes on, ran out to meet him. Um, we did a bunch of... We actually met in the park. How embarrassing is this? Does a start. This is one of the first levels. We were in the park doing choreography to a, a, glee, a glee tribute act Yeah. Um, in the sunshine in front of everybody. But we took the whole afternoon doing that. And then he said, right, your train is... The gig was in Manchester as well, by the way. So he said, your train tomorrow gets there at 12 o'clock. Um, so I'll meet you at the station. Got up the next day... Typical, I was a bit younger, I was a bit less motivated, so I woke up far too late, far too hungover, um, didn't have time again for a coffee, didn't have time again to uh, complete my daily ablutions. <laughs> right. Um, jumped on the train, went to Manchester, everything looked great. Right, okay, we're going to do this gig, I'm going to make some money, I'm a professional, I'm a professional singer, This is. I'm, I'm living the life, I'm making it. Hashtag winning. Uh, we met the, the manager of this band, was a quite a young young girl. I think she was at that time. She was a little bit older than me, so she was mid twenties. Um, and we met at her house in Manchester. Had a quick uh, sit down, introduced each other, or introduced ourselves to each other, and she offered me a coffee. And I was thinking, oh Jesus, I am gasping. I haven't had a coffee for two days. I would bloody love one. So she made us all a coffee, had a sip. And you know that moment when you have a sip of coffee. First thing in the morning. And it works. And then it's, it's just like, the train's coming, the train's coming, <laughs> I need to get out of the station, sharpish. So um, I made my excuses, went off to the toilet, and uh, and then about five minutes after I'd disappeared off into the toilet, there was a knock on the door. Andy, you're not using the toilet for a poo, are you? It doesn't oh. flush properly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My, my world just went... <laughs> And uh, had you created a yeah. new uh, life form in there? Yeah, by that time I'd already downloaded about fifteen pounds of explosive material, <laughs> um, and I I tried everything. I flushed the toilet what felt like a thousand times. I yeah. poked stuff in there. I even at one point I used the coat hanger that my shirt was on for the you gig. You did not. I wire coat hanger. I stretched it out and went in there to try and get this thing out. And then, yeah, and then eventually there's the moment where I had to just. Open the door to the sound of the do Walk into the lounge. Look, I may have done something. Oh no! Uh, I think I might have obliterated your toilet. And <laughs> nice to meet you. I had you. to leave. I had to leave it like that. I literally, we had to go go off to the gig. No. And I had to leave her toilet in that state. And then she obviously never offered me another gig. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I remember I remember speaking to Neil a few months after that and saying to him, do you think she's mad at me? And I said, well, I don't know, but she did say to me, he, he properly ruined my fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a beautiful relationship came to an end. But well, I was, pardon I was the pun, so horrified. But, um, if a job's worth doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sorry that my story had to be about poo. It's quite all right. God, right. Most embarrassing thing. I'm a bit like you, really. I don't... Now, I don't tend to get too embarrassed anymore. You can't really, can you? But um, my stag do was pretty embarrassing. I'll put a picture up on the screen now to show what they dressed me up as on the first night. 
bit of a backstory to my stag do. Um, I didn't know where we were going, proper traditional style. I knew what day it was, but I didn't know where we were going. So I turned up at one of my I had two best men, turned up at one of my best men's houses, rode there on the bike. On the way there, I, I'm on the M20 motorway, and I suddenly thought to myself, I don't remember putting my passport in my bag. I, I remember getting it out and putting it on the desk in my office, but I don't remember putting it in my bag. So I pulled over on a hard shoulder. It was an emergency. And um, I checked, no passport. So I was like, ah, so bombed it to the next exit, turned around, bombed it home into my office. And there in the bin is my passport. <laughs> so where it had been on my desk and I'd like taken my rucksack, my bag round, slang it on my shoulder, it had knocked the passport off the desk into the bin. Oh, so when Jesus. I looked at my pass my desk before I left, have I have I forgotten anything? There's nothing on the desk. Happy days. So anyway, got the passport. Whew, that's a close one. Rode all the way to my mate, got to his house, told him the story, took the passport out to show him, got my passport, put it on the side, got changed into my civvies out my bike kit. We jumped in his car, drove all the way to uh Stansted or Luton, I think it was Luton Airport. Drove all the way there, terrible traffic. We get there, both. We're in the old, um, oh God, what do they call it when you park? You park your car at the bus, at the car park, and then jump on a bus to get to the airport. Park and ride thing. So we're doing that. Just before he locks the car up, he said, Right, everyone got your passports? Everyone pulled out the passport. I'm patting myself down, like, was, and I thought, ah, oh, you've, it's one of you lot. What have you done with my passport? And they were all looking at me like, no, what? So I'm like, well, I haven't got my passport. What have you, one of you's taken it. I thought they pickpocketed me when I was in the car. No, they hadn't. When I got to his house and got out my bike kit, I'd left it in my bike kit <laughs> and put my oh, civvies on. So we then had to call another mate of ours to ride to my mate's house. Thankfully, he had a, a nanny, a live-in nanny, so she opened the garage up for him, and there's my passport. And then he had to ride to us on his bike through all this traffic, and he didn't arrive in time. So oh, I shit. literally stood outside the airport waiting for him to turn up and watched my flight with all my mates on it, taxi down for the runway. For your own stag do. Yeah, for my own stag do. They're all <laughs> WhatsApping me and like you know FaceTiming me from from on the, the plane with the, with the stewardesses waving at me. <laughs> And uh, I watched the, the airplane take off. So I got my passport. I got the next flight. When I landed, um, a couple of mates had waited for me and we made our way into, I can't even remember where I went, to be, some somewhere in Eastern Europe, somewhere like that. So it um, might be in Estonia or something, I'm not sure. But anyway, we, um, we've gone into the, the city centre, gone into the apartment where we're staying and the sort of concierge is there and he's ah Mr Smart your friends are all waiting for you um they've given me this you have to wear this I was like oh thanks I got it and it was one of those morph suits you know those skin tight lycra morph suits (laughs) I don't know if you've realized this but um I'm not really the physique to wear a skin tight anything and um yeah, this thing was probably designed to fit a small child and I had to put this Power Ranger morph suit on. Oh, it Jesus. left nothing to the imagination. And um, <laughs> I was I got collected by this lovely young lass and she took me on a pub crawl all around the city and um, got me absolutely smashed on local liqueurs and stuff. And eventually we met up with all my mates and... Um, the game was a good one. I was done. I literally, I remember them turning up, don't remember anything else, woke up in the morning. They tried to cut my beard. And they couldn't, the scissors physically wouldn't cut my beard. <laughs> Teflon. 
So yeah. yeah. At the time, I didn't really care, but the next day when I saw the pictures, I was I couldn't believe I was out in public like that. But oh, Jesus. Right, yeah. so that'll do me. Next one. Andrew the Biker Bug. Uh, what's it say here? Awesome that you migrated to the S1000R. Did you? You haven't got an S1000R. No, no, the, the, there's a bit of a mis, mis, miscommunication, I think. The photo that you used on the uh, the, the post about this... this yep. Video podcast, yeah, or that was actually with. on a uh, um, uh, Lois Motorrad, the right. company that do all of the accessories and bits and bobs in Germany. Yeah, great, you guys do a lot with them, don't you? Uh, sadly, not so much anymore. They haven't oh. they haven't called me since that event. I don't know what I did wrong, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they they, um, they hired a fleet of BMW bikes and Ducatis as well, actually, and we went to to the Italian Alps to, to South Tyrol right. for the weekend. Oh, and that was one of the bikes I got to ride. It was amazing. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's, so I've... sadly haven't upgraded to the S thousand. I mean, it's, it was a lovely bike. It was an absolutely beautiful bike to ride, but it was unfortunately a bit too small for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're quite, you're quite a tall guy, aren't you? You're about, what are you, yeah, six, four, six, three, six, 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 three and a half. Depends yeah. on the weather. Yeah. You're, you're a smidgen well, a bigger than me. a bit shorter now. <laughs> Now the hair's um, gone. Right. Mark Kennedy, ask Andy what's the best road or route he's ever done. Yeah. Oh, uh, so far, that's easy for me. San Bernardino Pass mm. in the Alps. Nice. It was absolutely stunning. It's just the pass that's got everything. Like for a start, it's got kind of almost Welsh style sweeping, rolling roads through through forests, along streams, through valleys. And this is all before you get to the proper mountain pass. And then as soon as you start to go up, it snakes left and right and all over the place. But the amazing thing about it is all of the switchbacks, well almost all of the switchbacks, they just they're just a bit rounder than yeah. usual. They're just a bit softer. So all of the switchbacks are more like loops and they loop around nice. and up and down so that Instead of having the whole jam on the brakes, knock it down to first gear, slam yeah. it to the side, yeah. coast it round, tip it up, jam on the on the throttle again, <laughs> you can actually follow, keep your speed through, and get a real just a, a real gentle sweep through all of the bends. He's getting it's, into it's this. He's getting absolutely into this. amazing. Oh, I really am. <laughs> Every time I talk about the San Bernardino Pass, I get a little bit moist. Has to be has to be said. <laughs> it's uh, I I absolutely loved it. It was. I went there with um, with Smoky Bar. Oh yeah! And as we as we were riding, as we were on it, even we were both just constantly saying, "This is the best road I've ever ridden. This is I mean, this is the best the best pass I've ever seen." And and we'd already spent the whole week on all of the big the big bangers from Switzerland. So we were on the Grimsel, Furka, um, Susten. Um, we were on the Tremola. Uh, yeah, we we'd done all of that stuff, and then we left this one till till almost to last by accident yeah. and we had to go a bit further to get there and on the way we were like oh god oh two hours to get to this pass it better be bloody good mm. <laughs> and then when we got there oh jesus it was just it was spaftastic it was, we would just absolutely love the crap out of it i think i think i've seen that vid with of you and smoky bar i'm sure is that is that a year or two old yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was yeah. um I do yeah, remember seeing that. that. I remember Smoky Bar being on one of your vids. Yeah, I'm sure. Right, what we've got here? Ed Byrne, Aussie guy. Question for the panel. Exactly how stupid does a person have to be to buy an 1150 RT sight unseen and then to send the engine to a bloke who broke his ankle and can't work for six to eight weeks and finally 
should such a fool actually be trusted to sit on such a bike and start it? Uh, now, I know I, I've had a good chat with Ed. He's, um, I get the impression this is asking for a friend kind of a yeah, question. Uh, yeah, it's exactly what he's done, <laughs> sadly. Never mind it. Ed, mate. Good luck with that. I hope you get it on yeah, the road. The thing is, I can sympathise with that that kind of luck. I really can. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, how stupid does someone have to be to finally start getting involved with the stock market just before the coronavirus? No, did you? Oh, mate, I did. I, th- oh, I decided. Man. Right, I've been saving saving money, being a, a proper good grown up, and I've been working a lot. So I thought it's time me and my wife had a future. I'm going to start investing. We're going to make this money work for us and. Yeah. Oh, it was like three days later. It just oh, went. Man. So uh, yeah, I think Norway might have to wait till next year. <laughs> oh, jeez, my heart goes out to you. Well, yeah. just all, all you can do now, mate, is wait because it, it will come back. It will come back. Mm. It has. Yeah, to. yeah. It just it just means I have to wait for the next fifty, yeah. sixty years. I mean, luckily, <laughs> I'm young. <laughs> well, I, I kind of I can sympathise with you there because um, up until three days ago. I was employed by um, basically the government, so I had a yeah. nice secure wage. And uh, what a time to go self-employed! Oh well, yeah. If you'd have waited another month, eh, mate? Well, but you know, every almost everybody is in the same boat. Just about yeah, everybody is in the same yeah. boat. So, you know, we're all in it together. You got to make you got to make do, haven't you? Yeah, unfortunately, it is what it is. We're just gonna have to all muddle through. It's just, it and it'll pass. It will pass eventually. It'll pass. I don't Luckily, think motorbikes are cheap. With, yeah, 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 getting cheaper every year. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, Steve Mason, how do you keep comfortable on a long journey to keep the bum from going numb? Well, for me, it, I, I I used to get asked that a lot because riding on the Jixar and being a big fat lump, people used to say, you know, you must get sore on that bike, and I I sort of. This is the analogy I used, is that, well, every hour, hour and a half, you need to fill up with fuel anyway. If you've got a normal bike with a normal sort of tank range, 14 to 17 litres, normally within an hour, hour and a half, you've got to fill up with fuel, haven't you? So all I do is just, you know, jump off the bike for five, ten minutes, have a quick stretch, and I'm good to go. And then it's it's other things that I say to people, if, if you don't do any sport, you do no sport whatsoever, no exercise, and then all of a sudden you go out and have a game of football, the next day you're going to be in tatters. And yeah. biking's exactly the same, isn't it? You know, if, if you're not used to going out and doing two, three, four, five hundred miles, then you're going to be sore. So Yeah, yeah. you've got to be bike fit. <clears throat> absolutely, yeah, yeah. Time in the saddle, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think as well, it, it depends what kind of riding you're doing as well. I always yeah. find that if I'm on the motorway, my ass is trying to kill me after mm. half an hour it just it just wants to end my life yeah because you're just and static the, all the time yeah whereas if i'm doing um for example the san bernardino pass <laughs> i could have ridden that all day long without a single moment of pain in my ass because yeah. you're shifting around your weight's moving which means your blood's moving and absolutely i think that's that's one thing you can, you can do isn't it just try and keep the riding interesting so the blood keeps moving and you keep exercising and and yeah. and and also the the less that you put your weight dead on your ass, the less your your ass is going to hurt. So the yeah. more you can try and support the weight on the pegs and that kind of shit. That's it. And and also you can get. I've got a um, an SW Motec. It's like uh, the oh, what's it called? Uh, it's, it's an air cushion. It's kind of like the Airhawk, but I've got one of those which helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, although although that's I find that not so good when you want to do spirited riding because then it's. 
it's something between you and the seat, and I don't really like that. Yeah. I think the so when you're on the motorway, great. When you're not, but then luckily, on when you're not on the motorway, you don't need the cushion. So this is it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because as you said, you're keeping the blood moving, aren't you? Yeah, and also, <laughs> like you were saying with sport, I found the um, I've had tours that I've been on when I've had a really lazy winter and I've done nothing. Yeah. And my ass always hurts more than tours I've had where I've kept fit and done some exercise. Because right. I think again, because you're not taking any of the weight in your core, you're not taking any of the weight in your legs. You just sit like a sack of shit through your ass on the seat and it goes numb but yeah. if you keep fit so do you do your pilates kids as you say, it's the core <laughs> as well though isn't it you know grip the tank with your knees and take take the weight off your arms so you're yeah you're not putting any weight on your wrists really you're just lightly touching the bars aren't you do you actually find that your ass hurts more now when you're on the gs no um i, I believe it's it a lot more upright isn't it it's yeah. a lot more um, no, but then again, you know, I've got plenty padding in my bottom. I'm I'm blessed with some quite substantial natural padding padding all over my body. Um, I imagine the GS seat is a little bit more substantial than the GSXR seat as well. Absolutely, isn't it? yeah, yeah. You know, I occasionally, if I'm feeling particularly melancholy, I'll go out into my garage and I'll I'll sit on the beast, and I struggle to get my feet on the pegs. <laughs> how the hell did I do this? Not even in my leathers, and I think, how the hell did I do? You know, I've done 102,000 miles on that bike, and you think, how? <laughs> so it reminds me of another embarrassing moment I had when I went, um, after a bunch of recommendations on video comments, that I should try out a uh, um, Kawasaki Z1000SX. Oh, yeah. I went down to the dealership, and I was, I was going down there to try out, um, what was I tried? I think I tried the, the Versus 1000. Mm-hmm. And I'd organised a, a tryout of the Versus 1000. When I was in there, they had a, a Z1000SX in there. And I thought, oh, yeah, that looks pretty it's pretty tasty. I'll have a sit on that. So I swung a leg over, put my foot on the pegs, instantly <laughs> yeah. got cramp in both of my hips. Oh. Just, I'm just like, Jesus, I'm suddenly 60. <laughs> Young man, can you help me off of this bike? <laughs> it was awful. It was just absolutely awful. So, yeah, sadly, I think time for stuff like that is... Uh, a little bit behind me. That's a horrible feeling, that, isn't it? When you're like you're stood, at, you're waiting at some lights or something, and you've got your feet down, and then as you pull away, you just you just bring your foot up onto the peg, and then all of a sudden you get that cramp shooting yeah. down your leg. Oh, it's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> right, Ed's back. Ed Burns back. More quick fire questions. What's the fastest and best way to get tire black? <laughs> What's the fastest and best way to get tire black out of the wife's jeans? <laughs> I take it preemptively stop wearing the wife's jeans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why do all watermelon flavored sweets and anything else artificially flavored to resemble watermelon all taste like absolute garbage? You're on your own with that one. Is it now acceptable to wear a woman's panties on your face? (laughs) Do they have to be your partners? Oh, right. (laughs) We'll leave it at that. You're on my Patreon. Have a read. Um, Right. Next one. Nick Turnbull, when are you top vloggers going to get together again and do a challenge like the one you did with TMF and his aeroplane? Great entertainment. Obviously, nothing anytime soon, but maybe when this virus thing is over. And thanks for keeping us all entertained with a new top gear for motoring related fixes. Well, <clears throat> we love yeah, Thanks very much. Yeah, we genuinely love doing that. 
And, um, that was bloody brilliant, that was. That. I absolutely loved it. Even <laughs> still feel a little bit guilty that I kind of just uh, shoulder barged my way onto the team for that one. Not at all. It, but, it worked out, though, didn't it? It absolutely worked out. It was brilliant. It was That was one of the best days riding I've ever had. Just, it was just... Yeah. The, the fact that it's obvious that all of the Top Gear stuff is as fake as it comes. Yeah. I mean, just... It's full-on Trump-style fake news, isn't it? It's, you can see it is, but... We actually did it. We we yeah. didn't fake anything, and no, it no, all it happened just, as quick as it happened. Yeah, and fate just fate just worked in our favour, really. You know, yeah. we, that was not it was not um, fabricated at all. The, the thing I tell you what, actually, if you, I don't know if it made the final cut. I don't think it did actually. But I went through the footage again later on, and I looked, yeah. and that fuel line that was off was off when they took off the first time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, Rich, Rich said afterwards. He said, "I noticed that when Andy did, when TMF did the initial check to yeah. to leave first thing that morning, and he just thought, well, Andy's really meticulous, so he must have noticed. It must be okay." Yeah. <laughs> so he never mentioned it. <laughs> and they crazy, did have problems yeah. starting the plane. Apparently, that morning they they couldn't get the plane started. Well, that's oh, yeah. why. And now we know why. <laughs> yeah. Because it nearly exploded. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that you know we all thought. We we genuinely thought this was YouTube gold, didn't we? We thought, oh my god, we've cracked it. We have cracked it with this vid because it was yeah. such oh, good just, content. The the buzz between us, the messages yeah. that we were sh- sending each other was just like, oh Jesus Christ! What which which color Bentley am I going to get to start with? Yeah. <laughs> but the videos crashed. I mean, like even yeah, awful. Every single one of us, they're one of our worst performing videos. All yeah. across everybody. My Even outtakes TMS. video got more clicks than the the actual video. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good that the outtakes one. <laughs> yeah. So- yeah, good material. But yeah, it just doesn't. It kind of. I'll be honest, mate. For a little while, it shook my faith in the future of YouTube because yeah. it just made me think. Well, I don't. I don't know. Then I don't know. I've, I'm out. No. I'm out. I've just got nothing. I've got you nothing. St- you start thinking, don't you? Because when when I was editing that. You know, we were all bang, you know, to and forward across the WhatsApp group, weren't we? We were like, this yeah. stuff is gold. Because there was only, you know, I had an edit, John had an edit, and I think you did your own edit as well, didn't you? No, no, I, I took John's edit and then just oh, right. touched up a few bits. Right, yeah. So That's what she said. Know, okay, to be fair, yeah, exactly what she said. To be fair, there are only sort of two, three versions of it. But yeah. to, the, to, the ex- to the same extent, you know, my edit's different to John's, and you've tweaked yours as well. So there are genuinely three different versions there to have a look at, but they yeah. just got panned. <laughs> it was horrendous. I mean, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense to me though, because Andy TMF's video, yeah, performed considerably worse than any of his other videos. Yeah, when you'd kind of think, yeah, okay. I don't even I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know how to explain why we all did so terribly because the video was. It was one of the the best things I've ever been involved with, and it was Absolutely. the most fun. And I was yeah. so proud of it after we'd finished it. I know. And we thought the, we'd come up motorbikes versus aeroplanes for God's sake. <laughs> and one of them had a frigging supercharger. Yeah. One of them was electric. I, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't don't know what went wrong. I really uh, don't. I don't know. But I, we we there are we have been talking about a few other bits and bobs to do, and um, I think enough time has gone by now that yeah okay we'll we'll do something. We, we were thinking of doing something, and then obviously all this has now happened. So, watch this space, folks. Watch this space. Right, um, where are we? Chris Cunningham. 
Chris Cunningham, do you think the police would bother chasing us on bikes or is it just best to take number plate off asking for a friend? <laughs> do you know what? I've had a lot of people ask this with the current situation and us supposedly being on a lockdown. People saying how are they going to enforce it? I've, I've I've got no idea. I just, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I think they're just hoping it's going to police itself, aren't they? Yeah, and I think it's, I think... Th- I think we just have to rely on people's better nature here because if you do... It hasn't gone so well so far. No, it, it hasn't. It hasn't <laughs> at all. But hope, you know, I think now we, ju- we just have to... You've got to think of the bigger picture. And I totally understand people wanting to get away and de-stress. I totally understand that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm lucky. I will be on the bike tomorrow because I've, to, I've got to take my wife to work tomorrow. She's, she, she's a police officer. She's got to go in. But I don't want her to go on the train. I just, I just think that's insanity to to because the trains are packed. And I don't yeah. want her going in by train. So she's going to jump on the back of the bike, and I'm going to ride into London tomorrow, drop her at work, and then come home, and then go back and pick her up at the end of the day. She's only got to go in two days this week, which is so the trains are still packed. Yeah, yeah, trains. The tube. I think I think the train was not too bad this um this this morning, but the tube was rammed. Really, it's insanity. It's completely different here. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. My, my missus, I actually, uh, I picked her up from work today because she, she had to go on the tube this morning because the, the car was broken, which right. is unfortunately my fault. Um, so I fixed the car, went and picked her up. But she told me that the tubes were empty, completely right. empty. She said there were like five or six people in her carriage. Yeah. And we live, uh, I know Hamburg is a lot smaller than London, but we live kind of what would probably be the the border between zone one and zone two. So we're quite central. Right. Yet the tubes were dead. She said they were really, really empty. And we we went to the supermarket this afternoon, this evening on the way home from work. And shelves are full of everything except for toilet roll. Yeah. What is it with toilet roll? Yeah, I know. Although, check this out. I I took a picture. We went into a a pharmacy on the way back. And, And this is the great thing. We can go into these places relatively... Like feeling relatively safe because everybody's been told to keep a two meter distance from everybody yeah. else, and they're all doing yeah. it. They're they're oh, all doing it, hundred percent. Like there's a security guard enforcing a two meter distance to, between people on the queues for the checkouts. Is that? And the, and it's working. It actually is happening. People are standing two meters apart, queuing for the checkout. Yeah. But yeah, check check this out. I found the mother load. Oh my god! This Send is there tonight. <laughs> I'll show you to the show you to the proper camera just so you can get it. Go. What I'll do is if you take a picture of one and WhatsApp it to me, I will print one out and then I can use it. <laughs> <laughs> Down there for dancing. Oh, that's absolute genius. <laughs> yeah. I just realised. Yeah, I tried I've been to show it to you, but I couldn't. I've I've been stood here scratching my beard and scratching my head. You're not supposed to do that, are you? I need. I need yeah, those I've been doing the same. I've been chin. I've been messing with the headphones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't win with that, can you? Yeah. Um, do you I've been trying, trying to your... secretly eat my sweets as well. Check this out. I've been. I've been allowed to have a big packet of sweets here. Kiosk mix. That's the. Oh. That's the story of my childhood. That is. <laughs> I, I used. I was actually because um, my dad was in the army. We lived in Germany when I was a kid. And we used to go down to the, the the local kiosk, was just what looked like an ordinary house. And some woman, you'd knock. Imagine this now. Nowadays, you wouldn't be able to get away with this. You'd knock on the uh, press on. You wouldn't knock on the doorbell. Jesus, bing bong. You'd press <laughs> on the doorbell, and some woman would go yeah, 
And you go, oh, I want sweets. And then she'd buzz the door, let you in, and then you'd walk into this woman's lounge. And in her little side lounge thing that she had, she had shelves full of sweets. Yeah. And then you'd just pick the sweets that you want. She'd weigh them for you and give out of her house. And all, all you had to do was milk that cow that was behind the black curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the milk tasted really funny though. Um, do you need to restart your camera? Mm, yes, I do. Oh, good work, mate. That was one it's minute. A good job. You are one a of us is on the ball here, isn't it? Tell you what, eyes on the prize, mate. Eyes on the prize. I'm still right. GoPro's recording. So, yeah, sounds recording. I think we're good to go. Lovely. Right, we're synced as well. Beautiful. Happy days. I'm even still in focus. Look at that. <laughs> my soft mood lighting look, look over at, here. On, on my phone, I've, I've checked the image on the on the computer before we did this, and I was okay. But on the phone, the exposure of my cranium with this light. If you, um, if you have a look there. You look all right to me, mate. You look all right. So that's my setup there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, we have finished with the Patreon. We are now... On Instagram. So, right, Fowley74. Hi, guys. Here's a few questions. Would you recommend touring alone or with a tour company? What bike would you would you suggest if you were vertically challenged and ride two up? Best road areas for motorbike... There's a lot of questions here. Best road areas for motorbike riding, favourite trips away, scariest moments. Blimey, there's loads of questions. Let's go with... Um, what... Would you recommend touring alone or with a tour company? Well, as someone that has a tour company, I thoroughly recommend <laughs> that you ride with chickenstrips.co.uk. Um, is that your tour company, is it, Bruce? Chickenstrips, yes, yes. Yeah, what, what kind of tours do they do? Um, fast ones to Spain, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Spain and occasionally around the UK, Scotland. We go to Scotland as often as we can. But uh, yeah, Picos, Pyrenees, and Scotland and Wales. That's pretty much it. Where do you, yep. tour company or alone? Well, it depends what type of person you are, doesn't it? Depends it does. What, it really does. Depends what type of rider you are. You know, if you, if you like to ride in groups and you don't mind riding with people you don't know, tour company is a good option because they take the hassle out of everything. They they know absolutely, the and they take they take the question mark out of are the roads going to be good or not because yeah. they've already been there. Exactly, they take you straight there. Um, but you know, f for me, I would say. The old me would much prefer to go by myself, definitely. Yeah, but the new me... I think myself as well. Yeah. The new me is a bit of a... I don't know, I've become a bit of a hippie now and I'm a bit of a social butterfly, <laughs> so I, I, I like mixing with people. So um, I, I think because I've I've done the whole solitary ride thing, don't get me wrong, I still enjoy to be away by myself, but um, I, I quite like being away in a group as well. But I do get frustrated if the group isn't riding the way I want to ride. Yeah, well, that, we've that all seen somewhere. it, mate. We've all seen it on camera. <laughs> and I've said that, yeah. <laughs> we've got, what bike would you suggest if you were vertically challenged and ride two up? Blimey. Well, I'm 6'3", and you're a smidgen taller, so uh, we're yeah, not really the best I would say, actually, from, from sort of personal experience, my mm. stepdad is um, a bit shorter than me, mm -hmm. And he rides a VFR 1200F All right. that's been slightly lowered. And he was two up with my mum in Scotland uh, last year quite a lot. And well, 
he seems to really like it, really mm. loves it. He says it's fantastic, and she seems happy with the back seat. Yeah. So it seems like it's got enough space. It's got a 1200cc V4, so it's definitely got enough grunt, and it's smooth as butter. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he seems really happy with it. And he's come from... Uh, before that, he had a, a GTR 1400 Kawasaki. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And that was a that was a behemoth of a bike. It is. It's Absolute a big old monster. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he um he seems like he's really happy taking the step from the massive bike to the to the Honda. Although it's it's not a small bike, but it's um his his legs don't take so long to get to the ground. So <laughs> it seems to work for that. I tell you, I I just. I recently took out the new, the 2020 Ducati Multistrada 1260 Grand Tour, I think, yeah, GT. I took that out, and I thought that was a lot lower than the GS, because I could could easily get my feet on the ground. But when I was doing the spec thing, it's actually the seat height's higher than the GS. And what I think it was is the seat. Yeah, the the seat's actually narrower. That must be what it is. Okay, yeah. So because the seat's narrower... My, I don't know. My feet just felt like they were lower on the the ground, where they could get to the ground mm. easier. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I've, I've got. Question is how does that? How does that? Um, how does that? Uh, what's the word? Forgetting English words now. How how does that show itself on the longer rides? Is the question. I do you know it's interesting that very interesting. Um, I I actually after about an hour hour and a bit, I started to get a bit of a pain in my left knee, and I thought, oh, you know that that sort of stuff's the beauty of of being able to take bikes away for prolonged periods of time. That's the good part, isn't it, of doing the the, oh, yeah, the reviews? Because if you took that for a normal test ride, you know, half hour. You think minutes. it's awesome? Yeah, you just you just you just get caught up in that wave of oh my god, this engine's phenomenal because it is. It's an utter hooligan. Um, but yeah, after about an hour and a half, I was like, oh, I'm noticing that on my knee, and you know, I, I don't really, get yeah. that with the GS, so maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah, it's a big um, big plus for the longer rides, the longer test rides. Absolutely, I think yeah. uh, I'm I'm actually leaning away from doing the shorter test rides that I've done in the past. Yeah. Partially because they're really stressful. In Germany the the dealerships are becoming less friendly about letting bikes out. Are they? What even so, uh, even to like motovloggers? Yeah, well motovlogger wise they don't give me any any time because I'm an English speaking motovlogger in Germany, so right. I've got no real benefit for them. Yeah. Um so I have to do the whole, yeah, I'm thinking planning on buying a bike. Can I borrow <laughs> one? And they they say to me, Yeah, it was half an hour enough. By the way, fill it up when you come back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you very much, my love. Bit Hello. Of wife. Oh, what? My wife's in bed. What? I, I had to bring. She... I had to bring a spare one. So, um, yeah, nearly finished that. Um, yeah, I, I actually on that that Ducati on the Multistrada review. I actually have a bit of a, a rant because the company that that let me take this bike out is Laguna Performance down in Ashford. And they've got a sister company, Laguna, in Maidstone, which is two miles down the road from me here. And when I was in the market to buy a new bike, I contacted the Laguna Maidstone and said, you know, can I take the Super Duke GT, the Super Duke Super Adventure and the Ducati Multistrada? I want to take them out for a a spanking to see, you know, what I think of them. I'm in the market for a new bike. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no worries. You can have 15 minutes on each one. And I was like, I sort of what? laughed. Yeah, I sort of laughed and went, "Don't be daft." You know, I'm not. I'm not basing eighteen to twenty grand's worth of, of uh, no. bike on 
on buying a bike on 15 minutes and he said oh hang on a minute then went and spoke with the manager came back and said tell you what we'll give you half hour and they knew i was going to do vids and stuff on it and i was like i'll be lucky to get out of the town in half an hour you know <laughs> so yeah. i said no you're all right i've you've, you've lost the sale so that was that yeah <laughs> gone yeah it's ridiculous isn't it yes yeah, it's, it's the same i've had um nothing but the exact same attitude from all of the dealerships here as well even though i've I'm not proud of it. Even though I've pretended to be a potential customer, mm-hmm. they they do the whole. Oh, is is half an hour enough? By yeah. the way, you need to put put the fuel in. Mm-hmm. So so I've got half an hour. Like it was this when I did the MT10 um, ride review, I had forty minutes, and I had to fill it up on the way back as well. Mm-hmm. And in forty minutes, I mean, I know an MT10 is thirsty, but you barely you barely use tanks. the minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to fill it up four friggin' times. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it was at the end of it. I was thinking, if I was planning to buy this bike, I yeah. would definitely go somewhere else now. Well, this is the thing; it yeah. does nothing to endear you to the dealership, does it? So no, no, no not at all. But we, yeah, we we digress. Um, bikes for short people. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that question. <laughs> we're, we're both six foot plus. Um, yeah. So yeah, my my call is definitely the VFR twelve hundred F. Although yeah, as a caveat, it has been lowered by an inch and a half, I think. Yeah. But I've I've got he a said good it doesn't, doesn't upset the handling. Uh, I've I've got a wee uh, a mate of mine called Wee Sai because his name is Simon and he's vertically challenged. Funnily enough, um, so he has this issue when he goes to test ride bikes, which he does fairly frequently, and um, he had a, an Explorer twelve hundred Explorer when we all. Were insane. He came went. along to the meet that I cocked up, didn't he? No, that's Little Ed. No? That's my mate, Little ah. Ed. He he has an Explorer. Yeah, funnily enough, he's yeah. got an Explorer. But he's now just yeah, moved to right. uh, a GS. He's just bought the new 1250 GS. Um, but he's quite a stubborn guy, Ed. He's ex-Marine, so he um, he will never accept the fact that a bike's too high for him. He will get on anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where's my ladder? Yeah, you'd get you'd get on one of those penny farthings and be, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. I can do this. My feet touch the floor. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. You can get lowering kits for just about every bike out there, can't you? Yeah. Right, Mark Walsh. Can Andy Man can can can? <laughs> can you can can Andy Man can? Uh. Well, I don't mean to boast, but I used to be able to. But obviously, my heyday is behind me, and I've actually been off work sick for the last three weeks with a slip disc. So oh my god, is that I from Can Can? Can? It is. I over Can Can. Andy Mancam over Can Can. <laughs> what is your respective favourite song to sing while riding your motorcycle? Oh, uh, do you know what? <laughs> what <are> you... <laughs> This is gonna be good. I always seem to seem to slip back into. I don't even know the rest of the words to the song. Is just on the road again. <laughs> yeah. Willie Nelson. Yeah, that on the road again and country road. They're the, they're my two yeah. sort of staples, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Right. What have we got here? Bolton seven three seven. Hi Bruce. Do you ever take your partner on your biking adventures? If not, why? Uh, no, I've not actually. No, my missus has, has never come away with me on a trip. Um, we were planning to do that this year, if we could. Um, I, I've started doing some stuff with Canary Motorcycle Tours. I went away with them last year. So the plan was to go back this year and do some of Slovenia, Italy, um, Austria, all these sorts of places. And then towards the winter, go back to the Canaries, take Nikki, my wife, with me, 
and would do something there. So that might happen. The the winter one might well happen. I'm not sure about Austria, Slovenia and Italy because that was around about July time. So it'll all, it'll all depend what goes on. But uh, the reason she's not come away so far is just she wasn't particularly comfortable on the bike uh, before. Oh, really? Yeah, she's she's done her CBT now and she's been out a few times. On She likes a GS, definitely. She prefers the GS to the Jixxer, funnily enough. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, she's getting into it. She is getting into it. What about yourself? Does your wife come out with you? She doesn't, actually. She's never, ever been on the bike with me. Not at all, not once. We've we've talked about it. We've we've discussed it over and over. And then right right at the very beginning, when I first moved to Germany, we um, we kind of half planned that maybe we'd get her some gear and get yeah. her on the bike and see if she likes it. But I mean, on the one side, it's an expensive investment to buy leathers, yeah. boots, gloves, helmet for your for for the missus. Yeah. Well, yeah, sounds very sexist for her to buy her own leathers. Um, to then find out she doesn't like it. And yeah. she's she's been on the back of scooters with other people before and she didn't like it. Kind of because she's a bit of a she's a bit of a control freak. She likes she likes to go fast, she likes to 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 drive quick, but she likes it when she's in control. So when she's on the back, she, I don't think she would like it very much and yeah. she's said the same. And I she made a really good point as well, which was that when we're on a bike bombing through the countryside, she wants to look where we're going. And that's the one place she can't look because she's got to go like that. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or look to the side. So she was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm not up for it." And and to be fair, it, it doesn't really bother me. It hasn't been an issue for us because it just means that now when I'm on the motorbike, it's my time. When we're together, it's our time. Yeah. And it, yeah, it just means that biking is biking is is Andy man time it's uh you just don't have to worry about it and uh, let's be honest the bike is always quicker with only one person on it this is true yeah unless you're me in which case it's two people anyway but um... <laughs> <laughs> you make it look quick mate <laughs> thank you i'm just checking my car oh sorry it is still recording lovely uh right uh do i have to stop us use Oh, do I have to stop using my time machine because of lockdown? It's hard to explain things to my other wives in other worlds when I'm absent. That's reality VFRI. Well, we'll leave that one to you then, pal. That one's going to be a difficult one to uh, to explain. Right. To be honest, if you can get away with it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shh, my wife's next door. <laughs> well, it's, uh... Okay, cheeky monkey valeting. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, but have always wondered, does Chewbacca have a... <laughs> Does, does Chewbacca have a human dick or a pink or a pink dog dick? Wow, what have you been smoking? Oh. <laughs> I can't unsee it now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, discuss. <laughs> um, okay, Big Dave, nineteen sixty-six. What does the missus think about your internet fame? Does she like the idea, or think you're a raving lunatic talking to a camera as a job? Well, my my missus, um, yeah, I, th- I think she quite likes it now. To be honest, it's just yeah, yeah. I think in my old job in the old bill, obviously everybody everybody we worked with knew knew I had the YouTube channel. They'd all been there when I was planning the round the world trip, when I was on my round the world trip, and afterwards. So, you know, it was always a topic of conversation for all the lads and lassies at work and they, when I was away they're always asking Nicky how's Bruce getting on where is he what's he doing so it's sort of 
more or less since we've in the sort of ten years we've been together now, biking has been me. It's just been synonymous with me because it was just a massive part of my life and hence her life. So I don't think she minds it as long as I make time for her. You know, we we have yeah. our we have time together. We make sure we do stuff together. Sometimes it gets a bit crazy. Absolutely, you know, and but um, yeah, yeah editing to four in the morning and yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people don't appreciate, you know, not, I'm not getting a violin out here, but I think a lot of people don't appreciate how much work goes into these videos. You know, it's it's a lot of effort, but I love it. I yeah. really do enjoy it. Hence why I've lost I was about to say, to yeah, it's a labour of love, isn't it? It's, Absolutely. It's a lot yeah. of effort, but at the end of it, you just, oh, look, I did it. Look, yeah. look, look what I did. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find sometimes when you finish, you think, oh, that's crap, that's utter crap. And then, oh, right, every time. And then every you upload time I hate it. everything. And I'm almost amazed that people like it. And then you watch it back sometimes and think, oh my God, that's actually okay. I, 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 look, <laughs> I look at some stuff and think, did I do that? Is that, you know, who, whose video is that? It's just because you've watched it 50,000 times yeah, yeah. in 10 second chunks. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, all the little. All the little wee blemishes that are in there, the, the sound yeah. when there's a clip in the audio, maybe, and you, you couldn't figure out a way how to get rid of it, or the colours don't match, and you know, it's all little yeah. things you couldn't quite do perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think every time, every time I fin make a video, I think, well, that should have been good. Yeah. <laughs> I could have made that better. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think the it's the uh, the old adage, isn't it, that the, the last 20% takes. 80% of the effort. Yeah. For, for me, it's the first The first bit is the bit I hate. You know when you get all your footage onto the timeline and then you have to go through it all and chop out the guff and you get that first... Yeah. You, you go from, say, six hours down to two hours and then you have to... Then you have to go through all that and keep whittling it away. That yeah. first bit is the bit I hate. It takes me days. I, I hate it a bit later when you, you've done all that. I mean, that bit's, that bit's pretty rubbish. But just when you've got... The, the, my Scotland trip, when I got back, I had three terabytes of footage. Jesus. Thought, Jesus Christ. Like three terabytes of footage from four four action cameras, oh my God. an Osmo Pocket, and a drone, and some phone video. Mm. And it was just like, what am I going to... How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? How? Yeah. It's like a sculptor looking at a mountain and going, right, I want to make a vase out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... But yeah, but then, but then later on, I hate the bit where you get to the point where you think, like, right, I've got a video that's an hour long, which means I need to lose fifty percent of it to yeah. make a video that's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fifty percent of what I've already deemed as good, good. has to go. Absolutely, yeah. How do you do that? That's the thing. But you, yeah. you do though, don't you? You do. Yeah. I, I always wrestle with the. Um, I've had. I've been accused of it in the past of making too many cuts too fast. Yeah, I get so that. So I make my videos so sort of so choppy that it moves along quickly, but it's almost like people are watching it like it's some sort of yeah. psychological Vietnam MDMA torture <laughs> test. <laughs> yes, I've been guilty of that myself. Yeah, many times. <laughs> yeah, it's and tough. It is tough. It's tough. Tough to find the balance, isn't it? And the music, the comments I get about the music as well. It's like, oh, I love the music, and then the next comment is, oh, the video is great, yeah. but our music is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was that push? <laughs> The th with me, it's like the music. The music probably takes up a third of my time when I'm editing. Absolutely, I can yeah, sit and spend. Right. Yeah, I can sit and spend a whole day just going through track after track after track after track. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that one's a possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next day when you come back, 
you look at, listen to it again and go, that's crap. I've got to do it again. Find another yeah, one. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? When you do that as well, when you come back the next day and think, what was I thinking? Yeah, was yeah. I drunk yesterday or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we never asked. What, what's your missus think about the whole YouTube thing? Uh, that's been a multifaceted organic being. Right. Because at the beginning, it was it was very obvious that she thought, what is he doing with this toss? This is this is going nowhere. What yeah. the bloody hell? Yeah, yeah. And then the more it's grown and the bigger it's got. I mean, it's not like it's not like I'm a superstar yet, but at the same time, I'm pretty proud of of what 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 I've, I've achieved over yeah. the over the years with just making a few shitty videos. You and get recognised, don't you? Around. You know what I mean. You, you do get recognised. So yeah, well, it's happened to me once so far. But then I live in a different country to where the main audience is. So. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of I'm living the LA life, but, uh, yeah. But now the 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 longer it's gone on, now she's she's really supportive. She's totally on board. She's awesome. even uh, coming back to what we talked about earlier on. The subject of her getting on the bike has resurfaced again because she thought maybe that would be interesting for people to see. Yeah, you know the person behind the curtains, the 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 other part of the team joining in with the videos, and and it, yeah, it's something we've. Kind of almost put back on the table. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, she's 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 awesome. She's brilliant. I mean, at the beginning she was resistant, but I mean, how many how many guys don't have a wife or a girlfriend who's resistant to their hobbies? But um, thankfully, because this is going quite well, mm -hmm. she's uh, she's she's on board now. Cool. Good. 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 But who knows what could happen? Well, behind you, every great motor vlogger is an unbelieving wife. <laughs> It looks like there's another one actually connected with this. Big Dave M. Like to know if Andy's missus. What? I'd like to know if Andy. Mi oh, sorry, it's not your missus. I'd like to know if <laughs> if Andy misses the days of the phaser and his longer trips alone touring. Thoroughly enjoy watching his vids of those times. Watching him go slightly mad talking to a camera in the pouring rain. You got a fan there, <laughs> Big Dave M. Yeah. Cheers, Dave. Well, if someone enjoys. Some idiot talking madness into the a rainy camera, then you're definitely right with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one for you here. Spenny 2K. Yeah. Have you seen my 10 millimeter socket anywhere? Oh, we're back back to the other one though. I did. I wanted to say that um, uh, it's a yes and a no to his question. Um, I kind of obviously I miss Polly the FZ 600, yeah. FZ S 600. It was an awesome bike, but I have to say the FZ one is the obvious natural progression from that bike and yeah. I am 100% happy with it and it, it fits perfectly um and and because of that I wouldn't I wouldn't trade my FZ1 for an FZ S600 ever no ever no chance it's just there's no competition it's it's that bike's daddy it really is nice um but, but as for going away on my own I've actually had a bit of a hankering lately for a, a solo tour it's yeah I think like I said earlier on, the the trip to the Hearts might be the first first time I've done a bit of a solo tour on my own. But yeah. I have had a bit of a bit of a want. I imagine Iceland would have been a solo trip, just a bit of a you know, just a journey of self discovery. And <laughs> Do you have to take your guitar uh, with you. Well, yeah, sing myself <laughs> to sleep every night instead of crying for once. Well, I, I had um, I had a trip. It, hopefully, it might go ahead. Still, I don't know. But I was going to be doing like a ten day mega trip all around Europe where I was I was just going to be using social media to to say right you know I'm 
my first stop off is going to be somewhere in France, let's say. Yeah. Um, Where shall I go next? Who's about, you know, who wants to meet up? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What am I going to see? Boff. And I would just and leave the whole thing to social media, to en- to everyone yeah. on social media. And that was a bit Dave Gorman style. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And just go from there. It might happen. I'm hope well I'm hoping it'll All happen. Right. Fingers crossed for you. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll happen this year. If not, then I'll put it off and we'll do it next year. But um yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like that where you get a mix of being by yourself, but then also meeting up with other people as well. So yeah. best of both worlds for me. Bit of a bit of a forest gump on bikes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just keep riding. <laughs> All right, Bob set one best helmets in the market features you look for in a good helmet, etc. That depends, doesn't it? Depends what you what you need it for. What's your absolutely yeah? You know, what that, kind of bike you've got? Yeah. Have you got a screen? No screen? See, Do you want to record audio or I'll, not? I like I like a peaked lid now. I just like the look of a peaked lid. So for me, the the shoey that one there. Yeah, I, I love I love that lid. Um, so are you missing the peak on your uh, Rurock yeah. lately? Yeah. The, the Rurock's good. I, I like the look of the Rurock. You know, it, it's a it's a fresh, sort of funky design. It looks awesome. It looks yeah. great. It does look good, but it's loud. It is yeah. loud. You know, you need your, your earplugs. And it, there's a couple of videos that will be coming out where it, it has interfered with the audio because... Oh, really? Yeah, because I've it's my own fault, one of them. I forgot to pull the chin vent down and the chin vent is so big it ended up sounding like there was a hurricane coming through my lid um, and then the other issue is because because of the the physical makeup of the structure on the on the outside of the lid you know it's got all those vents and everything around it where I've put the audio adapter for the GoPro for some reason get a bit of turbulence yeah the turbulence against the 3.5 mil jack going into the audio adapter i don't know why but the, the turbulence is making that come out slightly so yeah. is that why you've got the blue tack on it now no that blue tack is to weatherproof the the uh, okay. usb-c cable going into the go <laughs> going into the gopro hang on <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's it yeah so i put i put the blue tack around that and then that just goes yeah. into the you know into this side of the gopro there like that but what i was i thought i saw another oh yeah that's the one yeah so where this adapter is if you all right if you see where the adapter is like that yeah if i stand back here where that adapter is for some reason because it's slightly on the side there that it was forcing this jack out and what happens is that jack only needs to come out half a millimeter and then it cuts yeah. it you start getting loads of cracks and crackles and you know yeah i'm looking forward to this because i've actually just just joined team gopro have you and uh, yeah well I've... what i've done to combat it is i've got sugru and i i literally ah, that's what that is yeah okay, so I, yeah I push, so that's permanent now it is now yeah unfortunately that's a drawback but touch wood i've not had any issue with the audio since yeah that's not a bad idea though it's the only thing you're ever going to use it for. Well, yeah, and it's you know you know what it's like in in this game when you you know you you, you occasionally you get you get offered opportunities to do some pretty pretty cool stuff, don't you? And you only get yeah. one take, you only get one chance to capture it, and there's nothing worse than getting home and checking the footage 
and the audio's gone or the audio's crap. Yeah. So um I've I've already I've already lost a lot of audio in a meetup I did with uh, TMF and Richie Vida in February. We went to Toro oh, and I lost a load, load of audio. Rich and I were doing something like this, but on the bikes. Can't use it in the end because the the audio was so crap. Oh, so depressing, isn't it? it it's is. almost, you just always want to have a set of headphones so you yeah. can check the audio. Like, yeah. like, a, like a proper good videographer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like someone that knows what they're doing. So well, that's the decision. Yeah. I, the, the decision I made was, well, you know, this is now my livelihood, so I can't afford for that to happen. So I just screwed yeah, it in place, and that was that. Um, best helmets in the market features you look for in a good helmet. F- for me, features are I like the peak purely for cosmetics. No other reason for me. Just I like the cosmetic look of a peak. Um, I like black helmets just because I like black helmets. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I, I Any like, colour as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> um, that's about it, really. I just... I, I, I seem to have a fairly general head, so it's uh, it fits most... General head? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> it fits most, most lids out there. You know, some people are like, oh, I can't wear this type, I can't wear that type. So they just yeah. they seem to fit me, so I'm, I'm all right. But, uh, it's a proper... Yeah. Mark One Melon. Yeah, yeah. I've just got. I've I've just been given the new LS2 Pioneer Evo actually, but I've not worn that yet. That's a peak adventure style lid. Um, so yeah, I, the plan was to get out and try that, and then uh, Corona said hello. So that was the end yeah, of that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I look for in a helmet always. The first thing I would look, always look for is the the weight of it, mm. lightness. Yeah. I've really noticed that uh, since I've now got. Um, I've got a Nishwa Carbon Enduro oh, yeah. helmet, which weighs 1,100 grams, and it's practically nothing. Yeah. It's, it feels like it's not there. It's incredible, and because I did, because I did that, and it was a, it wasn't a hugely expensive helmet. It cost me 300 euros. Okay. Um, from from Lois again, my favourite shop in yours, and uh, I, I absolutely love it. And it means that every time I've ever tried a different helmet on, like when I did the the Lois event in Switzerland, they yeah. gave me the helmet down from that, which is the fi- the same helmet but in fiberglass. Right. And by the end of the trip, I was thinking, Jesus Christ, my neck! Oh, I can't <laughs> take the weight of this thing. Bloody <laughs> hell! And it was like two hundred grams heavier. But you need I- to get down the gym. I really do. I really do. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing I look for the most because obviously we're chucking our heads around and obviously like me and you, Bruce, you know the pain. Oh, camera. It's all right. It's all right. I'm good. Right. On, we'll rewind back. a bit. Well, so. me and you, Bruce, you know the pain. He's professional. <laughs> um... We buy a helmet as light as we possibly can. Well, I do at least because yeah. I, I don't need it just to be black with a peak. Uh, I and then we strap loads of shit to it. We I know, stick yeah. an intercom on the side. We stick a camera on the front. We put a battery pack on the back. I've, I've actually been shying away from the battery pack lately, but again because of the weight. But still, we put all of this stuff on our helmet, which means we bought this thing, made it twice as heavy as it was to start with, and then yep. we throw it around in the wind while I we're know, doing yeah. <clears throat> sixty miles an hour. <laughs> So yeah, lightness for me is a is a big a big thing. And obviously, I think the biggest the absolute biggest thing for any helmet is you need to stick it on your head and see how it feels. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. you you can look at the specs of any helmet and you can see that it's got 
ventilation by Dyson and and oh, like polarized pinlock super lens. Uh, but then when you stick it on your head, it feels like you're wearing a bucket. Yeah, and that's no good. It's yeah. no good. I mean, I've 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 tried on dream helmets before and found them the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Mm. And then my wallet's gone. <sighs> that was close. <laughs> I tell you, something I just thought of there was the old crash protection. Protection, and I've got to admit, I think I've just—it's quite naive, really, of me. But I've just always assumed that any helmet I buy these days is gonna is gonna have good crash protection. But obviously, yeah. some are better than others. So uh, we put faith in the uh, in the the regulations, don't yeah. we? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I suppose, have you heard of the Sharps mm-hmm. yep. database? Yeah. yeah, I was when I was in the UK. I always used to look at the Sharps database when I bought a helmet. Whereas, Did you? Uh, yeah, always. The, um, the the helmet I had before... The helmet I had before the helmet I had before the one I've got now. <laughs> the brother of my sister's wife's <laughs> cousin's uncle. Um, yeah, it was a AGV S4V or something like that. And it had a Sharps five-star rating and the price was good. Yeah. I tried it on in the shop and it felt good. And then that's the next thing you need to try out is when I put it on my head, that was the loudest thing I've ever known on a motorbike. It yeah, was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It was like it was like a tornado in my face, but the tornado was playing a penny whistle <laughs> at the same time. It was just the noise was ridiculous. Not so, fun, and this is the good thing actually about Lois, the shop in London, in Hamburg, well, in Germany generally, they have a motorbike in this, the shop. This is not sponsored by Lois. Just no, so no, you know, not, this not is sponsored not. at all. I just, <laughs> I, I think the shop is fantastic. It's like a, it's a motor motorcyclist playground. The shop, mm. I could walk around it for days. They've got so much stuff and it's huge and sadly at the moment shut. But yeah. they've got a motorbike. I'm sure they've got this probably in all of the shops. They've got a motorbike sat in front of a big fan. So you can sit on the bike, press the button, and the fan blows wind in your face, and you nah. can see how the helmet hurts sounds. Seriously? Yes, yeah, awesome. They've I've never seen that before. They just they 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 know what bikers want, and they German. seem to actually German. Yeah. <laughs> Alice Clark. <laughs> right, we better crack on here. Um, well, we're on to Facebook now. Craig Henty, how many of us span our own bikes? Simple service things, or are we mainly just riders? I've got to admit, for me, I'm I, I just I just ride. I don't do any of my own maintenance on my, my bikes. Generally, I generally keep a bike for between one and three years, so they're generally always within their warranties. So I just I just get the dealers to, to do, and I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, what about you? <laughs> you do a yeah, lot. No, of fettling, I'm a, don't I'm you? a big big time spanner. Yeah, yeah, I I do all of the servicing, all of the. All of the everything. Although my bike is now due valve clearance check, mm-hmm. and I'm fifty-fifty on whether to attempt it myself yeah. or give a professional the job. Yeah. Because up to now, I've done everything. I've done all everything that needs to be done, and yeah, obviously there's there's a, a hundred videos that you can watch of me <laughs> sometimes destroying stuff on my bike <laughs> and then repairing it begrudgingly at a great cost, uh, but. Yeah, valve clearance. I don't know. I've never been that deep into an engine. So, <laughs> Say mm. no more there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Adventure Bikes and Short or Short Legs. We've already done that one. Uh, Richard Harwood, is it a prerequisite to have a manly beard to ride a motorcycle, gender permitted? Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, yep. And also, what are you going to do to get your jollies off now biking's on hold? <sighs> you know, I've laughed about this because people are like, oh God, how are you going to cope being stuck inside? And I'm like, you do know I'm like a, a video editor for a living now. Yeah, it's, it's bloody brilliant, isn't it? It's I've, pretty I've much made, what we uh, do. Eight isn't it? videos in the last three weeks. Yeah, it's like a moto vlogger's <laughs> life is pretty much five percent being on the bike and ninety five percent stuck in a dark room in front of a yeah. computer. Although that's going to come to an end quick, isn't it, for us? That's going to. What's that? When it well, I mean, you've got probably a lot more footage than I have, but yeah. I've I've just got to the end of my last tour, so I've got maybe two videos in the can. Right. After that. I don't know where I'm going to go. A couple of couple of garage things. If I if I sneak between the policemen down the street during That's curfew, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be like checkpoint Charlie getting across to the garage. You're going to have to you're going to have to become like a tech reviewer. Start reviewing your computer and what's that beer like and your headphones and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, true, true. Well, I'm actually using the uh, Jabra 65C <laughs> Elite currently Bluetooth headphones Link connected to the uh, a MacBook Pro Touch Bar. <laughs> This beer is a Sturtebecker uh, Atlantic <laughs> Ale, five point one percent. Very hoppy, wonderful in the uh, aftertaste. I'm I'm very fortunate because I have, I've got a lot of content, a lot of content that I've just I've just never had time to edit. You know, I've got I've got lo- the problem with me is I've got loads of Picos trips. I've got Picos trips from 2018 still to edit. Oh, wow. So um, I j- I don't want to overload on the Picos because you know. These you must have uh, a couple of uh, quite a bit of content for like you've, you've already said for the Rural Rock you've got some stuff coming up. And- yeah, I've got stuff. Yeah, I've, I did I did an off road thing. Believe it or not, I ended up down in in Toro down in Spain, and um, when things were pretty bad in the police, you know, I had that complaint investigation going on. Lyndon very kindly just said, "Look, come come down for a couple of days, just chill out. Well, I've nothing planned. Just come out. Just come down." So I thought great i thought awesome. a couple of days let loose on a gs and i can go and spank it around the spanish roads beautiful well the crafty buggers always been trying to get me off road always been trying to get me off road so i turned up and um basically found myself on a husky 350 careering down that some awesome. riverbeds i look back and it was fun but at the time oh, i hated it i hated it oh, really oh yeah because <laughs> i just i didn't oh, know I'd what i'd love do. to do that i would absolutely love the shit out of it i mean i'm terrified of it I've, yeah i've broken every bone in my body so far but yeah. that would be bloody brilliant it's it well, was, i look forward to the videos <laughs> well I, I did it i did it on the huskies and i didn't i didn't really enjoy it because i just felt I don't know. I, just, I, I couldn't. It's comfort zone, isn't it? Yeah, standing up on it, I just felt like I was either going to fall over the front or I was hanging off and I was going to bring the front up. But then the next day, I went away um, with Adrian, another one of the Spanish guides down there, and we went away on the new GS 1250s. But again, Lyndon had said to him, get him off road. So I'm thinking I'm going to be away on the roads on this thing. And we basically turned right, went off this road and then ended up going up a dirt track and we were way up in the mountains. <laughs> but I actually, I actually really enjoyed off-roading on the GS because it was a bigger bike and I, I just felt, yeah. I felt more stable on it. So yeah, yeah there's a couple of vids from that coming. Um, the thing with TMF and Richie Vida, that's coming from, again, from Toro. Uh, God, I took, I feel like, I took a Harley out. Bloody hell! <laughs> so, You've changed. Mate, honestly, just, I'm I'm shocked myself. 
my reaction to this Harley, but you'll see Wait, in the which video one when was it? Comes it? Out. The massive one, the Street Glide. Oh bloody hell! Street yeah. Glide. Special. I've only ever ridden the uh, the eight eight three, the Roadster. See, I've never never ever ridden one, and um, the chap Michael, he's the sales manager mm. down at, at Guildford Harley. He you um, found yourself at home. Do you know what I did? I absolutely did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of still in a bit of a daze about it, thinking that that couldn't, no, that didn't happen. But um, I really enjoyed it. But anyway, so there's a couple of vids from that coming. Um, there's the Ducati Multistrada uh, 1260 vid that's coming. Um, gee whiz, I've got shed loads. I've got I've got the infamous, the infamous Spain and Portugal trip from two years ago to do where my mate Amish you ever see the one with the roundabout where the guy went straight over the roundabout yes yes I have yeah yeah well, the next year he came away with <laughs> how us how he again. survived yeah well he didn't it and caught how up he with kept him. it up on the grass that's yeah phenomenal wasn't it yeah, yeah. Well, he... I can never keep it up in the grass <laughs> <laughs> he came away with us the following year which was 2018 I think and um, sadly he wasn't as lucky he had a massive Massive oh, smash. He's still not right now. He's still crook now. Was that last year or the year before? Might have been last year actually. But anyway, I've not edited that yet, so that's still to come. Well, mate, yeah. you're a bit better placed than I am. Then I've, I'm very. I'm. I'm probably <laughs> probably like many of the businesses across the world right now. I'm like uh, <laughs> like the duck above the water. Everything looks great, but underneath I'm like shit. What am I going to do next? Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, see. if this if this goes on, they're talking about three weeks, but uh, you know, I I kind of think two yeah. or three months realistically. But who knows? Easy, we'll yeah. We, I mean, my my job actually um, has been put on hold till October. God, has it? Because I've, I've been working at a um, the a theatre, the Harry Potter show in Hamburg. All right. And they've actually the premiere was supposed to be last weekend, and they've postponed it till October. Oh, God. So, you're gonna be all right. Yeah, I reckon we we've been put on this German German thing that's kind of halfway between unemployment and and on the dole. Okay. Where we get about half money for right. the time. So, yes. What even I, being self-employed? No, no, I've, I've, I I was luckily for the first time in my life I've timed something right and I was actually employed directly. Right. Oh, like that's lucky, the man. German equivalent of PAYE. Right. PAYE, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, over here... Um, no if, more beer, love. <laughs> over here, uh, they've they've done that. They've done that for uh, employed people, PAYE people, up to, I think you get up to 80%. There's a, there's a maximum amount, which I think is about two and a half grand or 2,900 a month. So you'll get up to that or 80% of your wage is what you'll get. Um, but for self-employed, they... They still haven't. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, so it really is tough. Crap, what am I going to do? Uh, but anyway, that's enough of that depressing stuff. Um, okay, what have we got here? David Badham. My missus had a. Are you okay for time, mate? Because we've been chatting for yeah, quite mate, a while. Yeah, mate, I've got as long as you want. As Lovely. long as you. Well, that's 20 past nine now. Yeah, we'll be all right. Um, David Badham. My missus had a proper go at me on Saturday because I went for a motorbike ride. My mate had to collect his beast and I went with him. What's the best way to balance riding my motorcycle with the rest of my life to avoid getting a massive bollocking again? <laughs> well, sheesh. Lie. Uh, yeah, lie. Just lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's always life or death. Always. 
your I mate. said lie down, love. Lie down. <laughs> yeah. your, your mate your mate has had a massive barney with his missus or something like that, and you've got to go and do the the proper friend thing to console him. You just happen to have to take your bike kit with you on the bike when you go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm lucky. My missus, my missus is good as gold. She tells me to go out on the bike. So, yeah. Um, yeah mine too. Mine too. Yeah. Get just really really supportive. Get a supportive missus. <laughs> Although what really does help, what I find is really really incredible. I don't know whether this is always luck or uh, from both of our directions a little bit of coercing. But whenever I've gone away on a bike trip, the missus has always had a girls' holiday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good and idea. It, yeah. Yeah. And it always works. So what you need to do is you need to nurture and propagate these f- relationships of your missus with other girls, other females, <laughs> so that she can spread her wings and go on holiday with them. And then yeah, when she exactly. goes on holiday for a week with the girls to Falarati, then you've got a week to go wherever you want on the bike. And with Brilliant. any luck, she'll meet somebody and then you won't have to worry about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> then you can find a supportive wife yeah, exactly. I'll bite the chip. Um, or you do what I do and you just become such a pain in the arse when you're actually at home that your missus turns around to you and goes would you go for a ride would you just disappear yeah. somewhere that's yeah. a plan I think that that's the uh, that's the golden golden bullet yeah yeah what we got here um uh, sorry bear with me two seconds out of every bike you have either owned or test ridden, which one surprised you the most and why? And that is from Stuart Anderson. Go on, him. Hmm. The Ducati 1100 Scrambler. Mm. Definitely. Not ridden, though. I thought... I thought... Um, well, was, when the bike came out, I was like, meh. Not, not really my style. Doesn't look like it's... All that exciting. The numbers look rubbish. The numbers look for an eleven hundred cc bike. The numbers look proper pants. Right. Like it's it's just it's underpowered. It's under torqued. It's just really rubbish looking. And then when I was on the the Lois event, I know Lois again. I should put a banner up or something. Lois fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> I should have worn the t-shirt, shouldn't yeah, I? Jesus. No, I've got the I'm never going to get my premium now. Uh, when we were, when I was on that event, uh, I went from riding a BMW R9T, which I've always loved, absolutely loved, and then when I rode it, didn't like it very much. I watched that. I found it very yeah. agricultural. Yeah. And then went straight from that to a Ducati Scrambler, which was mm. a bit of a... Everybody in the group was changing bikes, so I was like, oh, God, do I have to? All right, I'll have that one then. And I had such a hoot, yeah. such an incredible hoot. It was amazing. It sounded awesome with a stock can. It was just really blarty and bah! And I, it felt like I was riding the thing within an inch of its... I probably wasn't even touching the surface, but it yeah, felt yeah. like I was riding it within an inch of its life. And I was hammering into the bends and I was hanging off around the, 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 the hairpins, screaming it up the box around the corners. Oh, it just, it was so much fun. Yeah. So, and it felt, it felt light and it felt flicky and it felt like I could just chuck it wherever I wanted. And it was just, just a really enjoyable ride. Just, yeah. uh, and I, th- I came away thinking, why, why did I not like this bike? And it felt, 
plenty powerful enough and it felt plenty fast enough and it felt talky and it felt it just felt good really really fun i mean it's i don't think it could be an everyday bike for me but i was amazed by how much balls out fun i had on the thing it was incredible i'm gonna have to have a shot at that do you know what what i what was similar with me as as you said was just a surprise and how much fun i had on on it electric bikes electric bikes yeah true yeah yeah the the zero uh, srf is that the first one uh, that was the, the latest one. Oh, right. Well, that was that the, the DS and the, the D, uh, DSF. It was D, DS, DR, yeah. DR, DFSR. DR, DR, D, DSR, DRS. SDRC. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Back in 2018, that one was the first one I'd ever ridden, the Zero one. And I couldn't get over how much fun that was. And then I took out the Energicas. And um, Jesus, I just, I just had the time of my life. I genuinely had a really good time on the bike. Um, I think... That that yeah. was probably I can already confirm. I, I did the same. I did the SRF last year, and it was astounding. Yeah, it's just, so much fun to ride. Yeah, it is, and it, and it's what you're not expecting it to be as good as that, or have as much fun. Yeah. So yeah, that that was probably it for me. But there's other bikes that I've I've got to say I took out the BMW S thousand XR, and I was really sort of let down by it, and I, I just. I just had no connection with that bike at all, and I was I was expecting it to be the bike I wanted because I'm I'm sort of a sports bike man who now is too fat and old, so I'm now on the adventure bikes, and I thought yeah, this so is the it should be theoretically the should perfect, perfect mix, shouldn't it? Yeah, and it and it just left me cold. Didn't didn't like it. Mm. However, I took out the S thousand RR and fell in love. I mean, I literally was like a giggling schoolgirl when I gave when I gave the keys back. <laughs> I, I phoned I phoned Nikki, I phoned my wife on the way back to the dealership on my on my Cardo Park talk. Um, I phoned her and and <laughs> she was like, yeah yeah, and she was like, how are you getting on? And I and I was just like, it's it's really good. And she was like, all right, yeah yeah. And I was like, no, it's it's really good. And she was like, you can't do and this. might have bought it. Yeah, yeah, she was just like, you can't do it. You can't afford it. So it's the first time ever she said no about anything to do with bikes. And she was like, no, you cannot do that. I can't stop you, but just no, you can't I just think it. of the extra views, though. What's that? If... If you if you if you got yourself that bike, you just this is what I always told my wife. If I got myself this bike, imagine how many more views I'd get. That That, that bike cost me my job. That bike was why I got the complaint. <laughs> You're joking. No, no, no. It was it was the review of the oh. S thousand RR available to view. Um that bike <laughs> that bike was the one I got the complaint about and um yeah, ultimately led to the end of my police career. <laughs> I watched that video. I didn't I didn't think it was any worse than usual. No, no, I didn't. I didn't, but um Very less so probably. Well, some somebody took um, exception to it, but oh well, never mind. Um, so yeah, that bike changed my life. <laughs> Jesus, you have to buy it then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's written in the stars. Well, I think if anything, BMW owe you one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not going to get anything out of BMW, are we? No. Um, no. What have we got here? Sorry, mate. I'm trying to read through these questions. But, uh, uh, what's the most physically exciting bike that each of you has ridden, and why? Physically exciting. S thousand mm. RR for me. The thing is just it is galactically fast and pff, I just loved it. I just loved everything about that bike. You? Uh 
What's a toughie? Uh, I think possibly... Possibly the MT-10, actually, so far. Oh, I've not ridden one of them. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah? It was a lot of fun. It, it was... It was a bit of a rough-edged diamond because it had some foibles. Exactly. The the fueling was a bit... You even mentioned it today, actually, about the uh, the chap that was on your um, Pico's trip. Yeah. About the fueling being a bit jerky. I found the same. I yeah. could He's definitely confirmed that. It was a bit jerky. But at the same time, I did my first ever power wheelie on one of them. <laughs> Accidentally, shit yourself. And uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, it's it's definitely it, it's brown and it smells fun. Uh, but yeah, it was it, yeah it was as I say it was a bit rough rough around the edges, but for just balls out fun, the thing was ludicrous. It yeah. was the 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 CP4 engine with the Big Bang configuration sounds amazing. It's like it's oh, an inline hello. four, but it sounds like a twin. Right, and and. Yeah, it was comfy. Some of the plastics were a bit shit, to be honest. Mm. I think, in my opinion, they were a bit tacky looking. But as a concept, at the core of it, the bike was a lot of fun to ride. A hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. My mate my mate that, that, that's got one, he was saying to me that he he doesn't ride in, like, the, the top balls out mode. He rides in, say, the top one's A mode or one mode. He he rides it in B mode. And that, that smooths out the fueling. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've yeah, seen the videos. Yeah, yeah, I found the um, I found the A or one or Alpha, whatever it was. The the most aggressive one. I found it too much. Yeah. It was too much, yeah, yeah. definitely. And and I don't really understand actually how how and why the bike manufacturers keep doing this whole rider modes thing when they should be able to fit the curve in between zero and 100%, shouldn't they? Yeah. And it shouldn't I, be that difficult. I've never got the whole rider mode thing. I just, I've never yeah. understood it. People ask and... It's an excuse, isn't it? It's yeah. an excuse to, to say, right, we're doing from 40% to 100% so that you can get full performance. And then for the lesser mode, we're going from 0% to 80 so that it's softer. Yeah. Why can't we have everything in between but just make the curve nice? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I like my good old... <laughs> 2006 Yamaha. <laughs> so nothing to do with bank balance. <laughs> right, we've got one here, Jeff Davies. Have you ever tried the Contour 3 sports camera? Why can't GoPro make a streamlined sports camera instead of an aerodynamic brick? I've never tried Contour. Have you? Uh, my stepdad Ian has has a Contour, but I think it was one of the earlier ones. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just... Yeah, GoPro, they've got their format, haven't they? They've got their format, it works for them, yeah. they're making sales. Yeah, Why absolutely. you never change a working system? Yeah. It's like Drift. Drift had, for me, Drift had the perfect camera with the, with the Ghost Eyes. Yeah, they, they're, that's a different story. They've just gone, oh. they've bananaed it well away from the goalposts, haven't they? It's just, just, I mean, and they, they just hang on to this, oh, well, our battery lasts eight hours. I don't care, you know, everything yeah. about the camera's crap. The quality, yeah. the picture quality is garbage. The audio is garbage. It's not reliable. It's just yeah. Well, I think the reliability was the biggest problem I had because I yeah. my my second ever camera was a Drift 1080. Yeah, and it just kept freezing. Did it? Just all of it just kept on freezing. And every every time I I mentioned it to customer services, it was like, yeah, we know about the problem. We're not doing anything about it. Yeah. See, I just, I had I had the Ghost S. I had a couple of Ghost S's. 
and I never had any issues with the Ghost S. It was brilliant, and it was only it sounds because like they, they might have sorted out for those. I had the Ghost. They they replaced my 1080 with a Ghost, right? And after three weeks with the thing, I I got rid of it. Yeah, it was it was a nightmare. Yeah, and it just seems that they they had a problem. So instead of fixing it on the current product, they just brought out a new one. Yeah, and then but the, but the sadly GoPro are guilty of the same thing. Yeah, they are. But I tell you, I tell you, I. I was having issues with the GoPro where some t- whereby sometimes the picture was freezing. So when I was recording video, the picture would freeze, but the audio would carry on. And it was happening time and time and time again. Or if I I have the one-touch record on my camera, so you, you literally just, you know, the camera's off, you're riding along, you think, right, I'll record now. Hit the record button and it switches on and records. That's it. There's a bit of a delay, like three or four second delay. And then I'll record for... You know, twenty seconds, thirty seconds, and then switch her off again. And I, I would just do that. But if you switch yeah. off and then try and switch on again in quick succession, sometimes the the camera would just poop itself, and you'd have to stop, take the battery out, put the battery back in. It was really starting to annoy me. And then I came, I sort of thought to myself, I wonder if this has got something to do with the SD cards, because I'd heard there were a lot of fake SD cards on Amazon and eBay, and that's where mm. I'd been buying my my SD cards. So. I went straight to the SanDisk website and I bought the top spec, fastest mini SD, micro SD card they did. I've popped it in a GoPro and I've not had a single issue ever since. Yeah, I think that's the secret, isn't it? Yeah. I really do. And the same with the... I use, since I've joined Team GoPro, I've had a... I think what it is now. I think it's a Samsung. Samsung. Um, in any case, it's a it's got it's a U three yeah the the spec of it so yeah. it's um this thing's got like it's got right speeds of like one hundred and ten or one hundred and twenty mega fast. Well, the, the thing that in the past has really depressed me is um, sometimes the spec isn't really very useful. Like I've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of Toshiba cards. I can't get it because my microphone's in the way. But a bunch of Toshiba cards, which are supposed to be. Um, Super fast, yeah. Whereas a Sandisk card of the same spec came out as being ten times faster write speed, right? Even though it's supposed to be the same. Yeah, the one I've got is a Samsung Evo Plus U3. Okay. Go. Try and get the camera to focus on that. Not seeing anything. Oh yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've had them. Yep. Yeah, seems really good. I'll try and show it to the proper video so you can. Uh, Thank you, mate. I've just got a pop. Thing. I've got to go and break the seal. It's gonna be two ticks. All right, mate. Speak to the camera, and I'll be back. <laughs> so while Bruce is off to the toilet, I'm relatively certain he's just hoping that I don't do something awful like touch my penis or. Might use this opportunity to do the very same.
Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Sorry, dude, you got to wash your hands for about three hours, haven't you? What's happened to your picture? Where have you gone? Have you have you have you seen that that uh, video doing the rounds of the American um, town mayor? Where he does exactly that. He's he's on this massive conference call, and then he he get oh, no no they're doing a massive conference somewhere like a a town conference, and he gets up and goes to the toilet, but he's still got his mic on. <laughs> you not seen it? I haven't seen that. No. <laughs> He's literally like burping and farting, and it's the old, you know, you you can hear the horse having a pee into the water. You know, it just the pee stream goes on forever, and it's really loud. Um, yeah. Right. What else we got here? We're gonna, we're gonna have to try and wrap this up soon. That's nearly two hours. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't envy you the editing, mate. <laughs> These will be all right, though. You know, I, I'll keep this long form, really. So it'll just be. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't matter. Does it? People expect a long one. Yeah, exactly. It's just long the form conversation. Be like an hour and a half. Yeah, and then the, the video is is literally just this, but with 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 video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Rowe, does Andy have an album, and is it available on Spotify? Oh my good god! Uh, yes and no. I do have an album. It is available. Um, I can give Bruce a link to where you can get a CD. Down below. Uh, because I, I don't know, arrogantly perhaps produced a thousand copies of my CD and I've still got about 500 in the cellar. <laughs> right. uh, it was available on Spotify, but I had to take it down for various um, administrational reasons, but hopefully it'll be back again soon. But right. yeah, in the meantime, CD is available and I'll, I'll send Bruce the link. Excellent. You did pop it's called Open the Door. Didn't you? Sorry? You did Pop Idol or something, didn't you? I I was on... Um, there is a link, actually, to this video as well on YouTube. I was on The Voice of Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, sadly I didn't get through. Uh, but it's all <clears throat> a fix. <laughs> I'm legally legally obliged not to talk about why, but... Uh, <laughs> all received. Yeah, but yeah, sadly it was a... It was an experience, but it was a waste of time. I won't repeat. Okay, right. All received. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Stevie Copeland, more vids from us both, please. Well, I think we've already covered that, haven't we? So um, uh, yeah, there, there will be absolutely. more vids coming, and uh, what the top topics will be, we're not entirely sure at the moment. No, and hopefully at some point there might be some overlap. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to come over. Um, Chris Owens, non-biking question. What's happening with self-employed? Oh, yeah, we've already covered that, haven't we? You know, um, the sort of government payments for self-employed workers, and we've already covered all that. Uh, best road ever, yes. we've covered that. With just a simple change of insurance policy, can we all ride for Deliveroo? I suppose you could, couldn't you? You just need in business insurance. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I actually, I, I did think about doing that when I first moved to Germany, and I phoned up my insurance company and said, "What do I need to do?" And they went, "Get a different company." <laughs> did they? All right, simple <laughs> yeah. as that. So if we don't do that, sod off. All right. I think in the UK, most most of them do. You just say, "Is it for business purposes?" And that's that's it. So you just say, "Yeah." Can I just add business purposes to my insurance? And that's it. 
Yeah. Um, do do What else we got here? With do, 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 do. now we can't ride our bikes for God knows how long. What should we do to remain sane? Watch YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed any difference on your analytics? Yeah, they've got worse. <laughs> Do you know, mine have. They, they definitely have. What I, is that? I was on a massive spike, a huge spike. Yeah. And I thought, happy days, cracked it, here we go. And literally in the last week, they've just gone, whoop. Like, yeah. Now I've started doing two videos a week. They've got worse. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. Maybe no, people have got too much more important stuff to do. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, look at this. I've got... Um... Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like before Corona. This is post-Corona. Yeah. Well, um, I my... don't get it. I, I imagine that the, the, ne the first video, when everybody's working from home, would just go... <laughs> That's oh my I god, thought. I've got nothing to do. I'm going to yeah. watch Andy's video. You sit there like that, wouldn't you, off your ad revenue? Yeah, happy days. No, <laughs> it's just not. It's gone the total opposite. No, I've I've got YouTube on the phone. They say you're not getting no money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yours yours is quite a nice downward trend. Mine looks like basically it looks like a ski jump. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, because because it went so big when I when I did my I'm back vid. You know, like I've left the old bill. I'm yeah. back. It it oh, just mate. went. Through. I had a bit of. I had a bit of <laughs> for that. I really did. The, I did the blood was pumping. It. Yeah, I've got to admit, I I I um had a little bit of dust in the eyes and a, a lump in my throat when I <laughs> when I shut my locker. It was like, oh crap, that's it done then. Oh well, still love you. Yeah, but that um, video was really blurry for some reason. What was that? Why was it so blurry? Uh, that, I know it was the tears. That was the tears. <laughs> Do you know that I filmed more or less all of that on my phone, and you know with the certainly with the iPhones, if the lighting's not great, then and certainly with the front camera, I you tend to see quite a lot of haze. I don't know why, but yeah, it's not yeah. it's not great. I couldn't see that because everything was out of focus. Oh yeah, we haven't answered that question. Um, what are we going to do then? Uh, well, yeah, YouTube and. Some of it's, and projects. Yeah, some of it struck me, and I was chatting with my, my wife about this, is that you you can really see you can really see people sort of bonding together a lot more, can't you? It's like the community spirit. Yeah. Apart from those arseholes that are not listening to anybody, but yeah. those that who are and are and they're thrones self, of toilet paper. Yeah. Those who are who are self isolated, like people seem to be I don't know. At, at the moment, getting on better and are more appreciative of each other, and like we're out checking on our neighbours to make are the neighbours okay, and do they need anything? Have you gone to the shops? And yeah, there's just a really nice community spirit. How long that'll last, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks into quarantine, you're ready to kill each other. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I hope it. I hope it'll last a bit longer because it's well, it's just. It's age old, isn't it? You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah, and absolutely. When you can't spend time with people, you suddenly find yourself thinking, "Well, I just desperately want to have some interaction." Yeah, yeah I mean, as as I don't know whether you, I don't think you said it on on the Patreon page. Um, something about how f for me and you and others like us, there's no real difference because yeah. we spend ages in the cave, <laughs> in the dark, on the computer, just. <laughs> mm, what do you mean you're home from work? I haven't bloody finished yet. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even washed. 
Oh, mate, I've had so many times when my wife's come home. What did you have for lunch? Lunch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I didn't even know it was after mid- midday yet. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. Well, yeah, I never miss food, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've got a special kind of autism where I can get, get to the home time from work and I'm like, what? Breakfast? <laughs> Right, we'll go to another question. Ian Pickup, the new Triumph 1200, the 1200 GS, or an Africa Twin? Well, I've not ridden the new Africa Twin. Have you? I haven't actually ridden any of them. Have you not? No, not one single one. Oh, my God. Right, well, I'll I'll take this one then. The new Triumph 1200 is too civilised. I think... If you like to tour two up and you like smoothness, it's an incredibly smooth engine. And it has got power, but it doesn't feel like it's got power. You know, it's it, it just mm. left me cold, to be honest. But if you like to tour two up, I think it would be a really good bike to do that on. Because there's plenty of grunt, but you just, it doesn't make a fuss about it. Um, Terribly G- British. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very civilised, yeah. The Africa Twin, I've never ridden, so I don't know. The GS, for me, the 1200 GS is the best bike in the world, apart from the 1250 GS. Oh. 12, yeah. For me, 1250, hands down, is the bike I will go and buy next at the moment, just because it does everything a little bit better than the 1200 does. That's my answer. And I am not sponsored. The difference 50cc can make, eh? Honestly, yeah. The amount of people that have turned around and said, I don't really notice any difference. I mean, it, it, for me, it's literally night and day. It's chalk and cheese. But, oh well, never mind. Some people aren't. What's that? Sorry, I've just been taken back by the Stephen Fletcher. Bruce, what's it like having spunk in your beard? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reference to beard spunk, people, obviously. Um, yes. Beard, beard products available in the link down below. That's all we'll do on that. Right, last one, mate. We're on to the Twitter questions, and then we are done. Right, full. I've just, um, I've just seen one that. Uh, well, you, know, you go. Maybe you've got a couple of the same ones, actually. Would you agree it. that Sean Tiger, likable rider, looks like a chunky Gary Barlow, and that Lamb Chops <laughs> is a ring, ringer for Wilfred Bramble, Steptoe Senior, and that's my mate. That's from my mate Fulch. Wow, Sean, <laughs> that's a fantastic impersonation. <laughs> lamb chops? Is that lamb chops? No, 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 it's me. It's me. It's oh, all right. It's me. Uh, well, chops is actually he's actually replied. Chunky Gary Barlow, yes. Hold on a minute. All right. <laughs> wow, Sean looks like a chunky Gary Barlow. Sean's not chunky, is he? No, he's not that chunky. I didn't think he was chunky. Says me at twenty stone. Uh, Greg Patterson, favourite Sabbath album and why? I don't know anything about Sabbath. No, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. afraid I'm out of the loop as well. Sorry. My bad. My missus is Take that. Time. I'm all over. Oh, but... my God. I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, right. How about this? We'll just do this one, last one then. Rob Campbell, things that you wish you could have to make vlogging easier. For example, a Bluetooth GoPro mic and anything else you can think of. Um, and the second part of the question, you've one tank of fuel left, where in the world would you choose to use it? Things to make vlogging easier. 
Well, I think a Bluetooth mic would be... That would be pretty cool. Yeah. They do although, do that. Although... Well, they did. They, they did a while ago, didn't they? GoPro had a, a Bluetooth add-on. Yeah. And you could actually have a center headset... Yeah. ...sync directly with a, a GoPro camera. Yeah. And then they got rid of it. The, the problem with Bluetooth, though, is that the the audio quality it's, is terrible. It's a bit shit, isn't it? It's yeah. really tinny. And I've tried with the with the Cardo Pack Talks, I've tried... Because you, you, you want... You want when you do these joint vlogs and stuff, eh, when you're away, like the holy grail is to be able to capture that audio without everyone having a camera with a mic and all that. You yeah. know, if you could just capture the whole just conversation, get the chat. it would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> but you can't do that. So I thought, well, what if I patch a spare Cardo Pack Talk, like connect the output of the Cardo Pack Talk that would go to the speakers, mm. connect that to a like a sound recorder, and then try that. So I did it. And it's just really tinny. It sounds like, yeah. you know, your stereotypical, if you listen to a pilot talking on his Yeah, system. it's walkie-talkie audio, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so it's really it's really treble heavy. Yeah, I did the same with um, my trip to Scotland last year because I had my stepdad and my mum with me. Yeah. I wanted to hear what they had to say, so I actually soldered a cable directly to the speaker wow. of the, the headset Yeah. so that I could plug that directly into the camera. And... For the most of the trip, it worked really well in terms of I got some sound. But yeah, as you say, it's it's really really tinny. Really it's just tinny. yeah, super thin. It's like telephone. I've I've actually I've just started doing some stuff with. By doing, I mean I'm in communication with Cardo Cardo USA, and um, you know I, I brought that thing up with them. I said, look, you know, is there any way of of doing this where we can capture the audio, but it be good quality, like the, the same quality that comes through the speakers. Is it possible yeah. to capture that? So they've kept very quiet. I don't know if they're going to do something about yeah, it. I'm guessing it's probably was... some sort of a, a range problem. Yeah. With the, the higher fidelity can't go so far yeah, or something. Yeah. It's just high like, fidelity. The old, the old problem of too much, um, too little butter spread over too much bread. Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I see, old boy. Yes, yes. Yeah. What, what? Right. Um, the second part. I, I think the the thing that would make the the easiest though would just be it's impossible, isn't it? It'd be a, a Nikola Tesla unending camera battery would yeah. be the the best, the simple, biggest uh, life improver for a vlogger would be the battery that never ends. That's it's, it's all it is, isn't it? Our lives are. Have we got any batteries? Yeah. Is the battery still going? Do I need to check? Oh, lads, I need to stop and change the batteries. Yeah. But then that's it. Do you do you literally hit record and then leave it? Is that how you film stuff? I used to. I used to, and now I do less of that. I do mm. more um, recording when I think something's worth recording. And yeah. obviously the, the, the risk is you miss stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's gambles, isn't it? It's, yeah. just you, it's the risk of you either you do that and you miss some stuff maybe, or you do that and the batteries run out and then you miss stuff because you your batteries are dead. Yeah. And when when I'm out doing stuff by myself on the on the bike, I I will record in little bits, definitely, you know, on and off with the record button. Yeah, yeah, with other people you can't you can't no. do it so much, can you? You need no. to keep it running in case exactly. something happens and when yeah. you're talking to each other and And you're literally like yeah. if if you're all using GoPros, you know that sort of depending on what the temperature is, you know thirty minutes is a good safe amount. So, you know, it's like synchronized watches every half an hour. Yeah. 
how's the look in the you know look in the mirror how's my battery doing i reckon i got another five ten minutes of that okay yeah so yeah there there is that but the problem i find with with that if you had a never-ending battery you would literally end up with six to eight hours of footage to go through yeah that's true but then, but then the, the 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 memory card becomes a problem, doesn't yeah, it? Exactly. Like already yeah, the yeah. one I showed you earlier on was a two hundred and fifty six gigabyte card. Yeah. But if you fill on a tour, I've I've done it before. I've filled a two fifty six card every day on a seven day tour. Jesus, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of footage. It's insane. But you you just you you can't deal with that. That's using the the Sony though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the file sizes on the Sony is much bigger. On the GoPro, I've only got 128 gig card, and I film at 2.7k yeah, yeah. ProTune with, oh, sorry, SuperView uh, at 60 frames a second, and I never fill the SD card ever. Yeah, on a full yeah I'm, I'm thinking, I'm realizing that now. Actually, now I've gone to the GoPros, the, yeah. the files are a lot smaller, which is yeah. good. Well, because they use the HEVC codec, oh, I say, which yeah. is a more efficient <laughs> coding codec, up to fifty percent. Well, don't you know? My, mine's got a record button, you know, and it flashes red when you hit record. <laughs> That's about all I know. <laughs> when I put electric in it, it goes light. Yeah, magic happens, and someone speaks. <laughs> right, dude. Um, we have been on the go for two hours, 13 minutes, and it is now coming right. up to 10 o'clock at night. So Time flies when you're having fun. I've loved it. Absolutely loved it. And yeah. um, next one we'll do in person. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to it. Awesome. Mate. Just uh, just don't show any symptoms. <laughs> I know. I know. You look after yourself, all right? Hope you and the missus You too, safe. buddy. It's right. been great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No worries, man. No problem at all. And um, we'll... We'll keep in touch after this to figure out how we're going to get your footage to me, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, I think I've still got a couple of days of um, uh, Google Drive okay. stuff, so uh, I could possibly do that tomorrow. Okay. Um, if yeah. not, I'm thinking about booking in um, a bit of iCloud extra. All received. I think I've so. got, I have got Dropbox, so I could create a folder. We'll get back to you in a second, folks. Um, yeah. I could create a folder on Dropbox and share it with you, and you can upload to it. We could do that. Yeah, well, what's ever good for you, mate? Yeah, Whatever's right. good for you, honestly. I'll have a look after yeah. this. But anyway, I was folks, thinking about trying and, and putting the video and the audio together for you as well before I send it over, just to make it a bit easier. Um, oh, don't, don't worry about that. Just just whack it through, sure. and then I'll have both files right. that I can play with then. All right, we've cool. got some magic. Um, right, oh, folks, well, that's us. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we've had a great time. And, Mate, uh, it's been brilliant. It's been absolutely great. There'll be more of this to come. So um, hit the subscribe button on the podcast. If you've not hit the subscribe button on the video, make sure you do that. Check out Andy's channel. I'll leave a link in the description. And uh, show him some love. Look after yourselves, folks. Look after those that you love. Remember the social... Uh, what's it called? Social... Social distancing. Remember social distancing. And don't be a dickhead. Let's get and hashtag this. stay at home. Hashtag stay at home. All right, folks, stay safe, look <laughs> after yourselves, and uh, we'll see you soon. Live your life. Ta-ra. Cool, man.